Hey guys, welcome to episode 43 of the IVG podcast. This is the E3 episode, which means the you're, you're the post E3 one, which means get ready for a Lord of the Rings Return of the King extended edition length episode, maybe. <laughs> so, what directors got? <laughs> yeah, I'm Mike. I'm Rishi. I'm Sam. And uh, lots of weird and interesting and delays and other shit happened at E3. So let's start with EA's conference. Yeah, so it, EA's conference wasn't exactly E3, but the same time. It's called EA Play. Uh, it took place in London and Los Angeles. And qu- quite frankly, stuff got leaked prior to it. So the, the, the EA, FIFA 17 has a story mode, which is quite the thing. It's you, you play this guy called Alex Hunter, who's who wants to be a part of the Manchester United squad and all the drama. God, that was all so basically, that was awful. so it's basically pandering to India. No, not yeah, football really. fans in India. But even in India, there are a lot of plastic Chelsea fans, and they'll and, the, the, the and hipster is, Arsenal fans. Sure, the, the you problem, mean hipster rappers? Oh wait, we'll get to that soon. <laughs> the problem with this thing is that people who play football games; they all have their own club that they support. So. I don't know if people will want to play as a guy who plays for United. I wouldn't want to. So, I'm going to skip that mode entirely. Yeah, but why would, like, you play PES, so why would you downgrade to FIFA? Even though it's just getting up, yeah, just even though it's it. getting upgraded to the Fox, uh, no, can't say Fox engine because that's Frostbite. a better engine as well. Oh. <laughs> Frostbite engine, yeah. That's a good thing though. Like, FIFA finally will look good, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, w- w- what worries me is that there was so much uh, talk about, you know, how they're bringing new managers in. How they're bringing a story mode in. But I mean as, as someone who's had the fortunate or fortunate opportunity to play FIFA every year since 2008. Uh, I'm just interested. I, I, have, st- I still have no idea on how the core gameplay is going to change. And if we consider 16 being so defensive, fo- defense focused. I don't know how 70 is going to pan out. And to me that's more worrying than anything else. Yeah, I just don't see how a story mode fits into uh, a game like this, like a sports game. Did they say anything about their ultimate team? Because that's no. their, that's the main draw anyway. They haven't like talked about, the they, they talk about no, gameplay no. at all. Much. I think usually Gamescom is where they focus more on the technical side of it. This is more, yeah. more like Flash. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe they'll... they'll but like I guess like more. showing FIFA at E3 doesn't really make so much sense because E3 yeah. is US focused. So. True. Yeah, but, I mean, but considering they had... Is a, their biggest sports franchise? Yeah, that's also there. And considering that Jose Moreno on stage talking about... Yeah, that was actually a good... I don't know, he looked like he was just there for his money and he's like, just give me my cash, let me leave. Let me go and play PS. But that's the way he always is. Yeah. That's the way he talks anyway. He's the special one. I think... Apparently. I don't know why... It did lag a bit though. Yeah, it did. Uh, so yeah, FIFA aside, there was... Uh, oh, and the guy who came on stage, the Alex Hunter guy. Oh, so God. much cringe! I know. So much cringe! I didn't see this. It was like you, this year's you, Pele. You, okay, let's oh. put it this way. <laughs> That's not good for... For all the hate you had for for Ubisoft's conference, yeah. you'll have more hate for this. And okay. this one segment alone. It, it, it just, comes on and he gives the big monologue about how he's going to be the greatest football player ever. And, okay. and there's so much, over, so much hamming up, so much cringe, it's yeah. not even funny. It was just like... Okay, it's like then. some... Some school production of some play, some, yeah. some Shakespeare play. Yes. You mean EA play. Oh, well played. <laughs> so, so, yeah, after that was finally gameplay for Mass Effect. Ah, uh, no, no, There was no gameplay. Really. They did. Game? No, no, no. So, no. so, long story short, all we got to know is that in Mass Effect, in Mass Effect Andromeda, you're going to be, uh, you, you are in a new galaxy where you are the alien. Because Earth apparently is screwed and uh, you need to find new that places. That sounds like XCOM 2. 
But I'm sure this game is not going to be that much of a train wreck, but yeah. And uh, they're going to have all new races, yeah. right? Uh, new races, new planets, new areas. We didn't see anything remotely close to gameplay. I thought, oh my bad. No. Although what they showed is, a lot, lot of the environments are, are like very different from each other, yeah. which is which seems like a nice thing and it's frostbite, so it might look better. And they hinted that, yeah, the Mako might, I think the Mako might be coming back. So the Mako was shown, yeah, yeah. They, showed, they showed a bit of gameplay. Plus, uh, I mean, there is, I mean, there are hints that it could be open world. But right oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like they're going to push everything. Like, dude, they made open mirrors edge open world when it wasn't needed to be open world. So yeah, true. So <clears throat> I mean, it seems right now all we know is that it's coming out early next year. There's very okay. little else. But it's shocking that there's no ga- proper gameplay like a walkthrough yet. Yeah. So I, I don't know it's what's worrying. going on. It's it's a little worrying. Maybe it's, it's supposed to come out uh, like first quarter of yes. this end of this financial year. There's no date yet. Yeah. No, no, there's no, no date yet. No date yet. So wow. we're looking at around March 2017. But Probably. Let's see. Yeah. Now, following in the same vein was the Star Wars announcements. Jade Raymond. Oh yeah, us. like they just announced every studio's making a Star Wars game, and <laughs> here's like one second from each of them, and everything is coming no, out. No, just later. one second from the from the visual one, which yes. is just one guy walking, and yeah. the, the, the others were like behind the scenes, like more like videos. They just showed people working on the game and yeah. all that but stuff. But wait, more importantly, guys, what? that one second of that couple of seconds of footage from the visual game is really important. It was a guy in a trench coat walking in a sandy bazaar, which could be what's that planet? from Star Wars Tantooine hot Hot. Hot no it's getting hot in here Tantooine so (laughs) that's what we know and it was a cinematic kind of shot because we saw the back in the trench coat and the sandy bazaar so yeah maybe Uncharted in space and the respawn one looked like a like a lightsaber duel kind of way that's what they were showing in the mocap video of that with, with that stick as missing yep but yeah basically you're getting like a hundred frostbite Star Wars games so yeah. Once frostbitten, never shy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that was basically, yeah, there's long story short, a lot of Star Wars games. But, guys, the context to, to all the Star Wars stuff is rather important for one reason alone. Uh, if you were a fan of uh, Burnout and Black, well, I don't think you can expect any more such games or even Criterion. You, I don't even think you can expect Criterion's open world adventure game either. Because yeah. it was hinted, I mean, it was said rather, uh, during the massive Star Wars montage, that Criterion is assisting on the Star Wars games for Visceral and other studios. So, what it, so th- this possibly means that whatever they were working on, it, the open it's world adventure. EA's rare now. Yeah, they basically yeah. become EA's rare. Oh, with, damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, that like might... When we get to Microsoft thing, we'll talk about how rare is got to shit. This yeah, but too. so that's something you guys might want to keep in mind. Uh, in better news though, there was an indie game called Faye, which was on stage. F-E. Yeah. I thought Fire Emblem is getting an upgrade or something <laughs> and I was like, EA is making a good game for once. But no. <laughs> so that's an indie game from a uh, uh, Swedish studio called Zoink that okay. uh, worked on Stick It to the Man, which is a pretty interesting game. It was good, it was good. So, uh, what, was, what, was, what was amusing is that uh, it followed the trend of Unravel where you had another Swedish indie developer on stage. And everyone was like, in theory, I is happy to spend money on the game. <laughs> was it like that? Somewhat, somewhat. So like feed his family. And somewhat. Except he, except he didn't basically break out. So, it was okay. okay. And uh, the game itself looked interesting. It looked okay. like what would happen if Ori in the Black <coughs> Forest meets Badlands. With uh, where the, Except that every form of communication in the game, instead of subtle hints and gestures... Uh, is through music. Okay. So it seemed quite interesting. There appears to be a bit of a combat system attached to it as well. Uh, <coughs> and surprisingly enough, Faye will uh, essentially be the start of EA's Originals program, which is uh, their idea of an indie fund, where they want to see de- indie developers make money, which uh, I find very amusing, because uh, 
if any of you remember the EA Partners program where mm-hmm. EA partner with third party developers and make stuff. But that was more for the bigger studios. Yeah. But like then, Insomniac. Kind of but that didn't end well. We had, I think, only one. No, we had one success, which is Titanfall. Yeah. And everything else was more or less uh, a glorified shit show. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if this follows the same vein or ends up being yeah. better. Uh, and speaking speak, of Titanfall. Yeah, Titanfall 2 looks amazing. Yeah, that's what leaked yeah. initially because when they were doing a live stream test, they were rehearsing for Titanfall 2 and they showed the full trailer by mistake <laughs> yeah. and the release date. So everyone posted the news and all. And they were so proud and happy to say, yes, it has a single player campaign and it's playable offline. <laughs> and this is the state of the industry now where we have to cheer for these things. Yeah, we have to cheer for status quo. Welcome to yeah, but the campaign is going to suck from the trailer. Don't say that. It looks good. It's playable offline. It's the best thing. It looks good. It looks so good. You're a rifleman behind enemy lines. What is the it? Mech. Like uh, objective one, protect the pilot. Object. What the fuck? No, so bullshit. Yeah. No, so they basically ripped off Asimov's three laws of robotics in a way, which basically talks about how robo- robots should not uh, kill humans or robots should not bring any harm to humans. In a similar way, this is what it seemed like to me. But uh, long story short, I mean, the game's all about you being a uh, someone who's not a pilot, mm. who's stuck behind enemy, enemy lines, and you have a, a, a titan for support. So that's what it seems like. Mm. Uh, wh- what's interesting, though, is the fact that you have new traversal, you have grappling hooks. Yeah. New uh, titans. New titans, six new titans, and titans seem to know kung fu or something. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, like shotgun to the face type uh, can't play as well, mm. and they have swords and stuff like that. So, so it looks interesting. Uh, hopefully the campaign isn't going to be a downer, but uh, the thing is, yeah, they like even if they make it the best campaign ever, it's releasing between Battlefield One and between Call of Duty, so it's being sent to die. Yeah, between or before both. Of between. Them. No, in between is one week after Battlefield One, which is also by EA, and one week before Call of Duty, so it's basically wrecked. Like no one is going to touch yeah. that. Sure. So that's the problem because even if they ma- and if they make it a good campaign and it's offline and it doesn't sell, oh, it looks like there's no market for these things in games because that's how publishers work. <laughs> yeah, that's how. Exactly and it seems like it's also still on the Source Engine because it looks like yes. Shit. yes. Uh, like why? What's wrong with Source Engine? Don't need Steam Greenlight garbage on consoles. At least, too. at least, like, like tweak it a bit so the game looks like it belongs. Oh, and speaking of good-looking games, Battlefield 1, best-looking game ever, maybe, if that's how it actually turns out. No, so here's the thing, that's all PC footage. And Regardless PC of it, footage. it still looks better than almost anything else out there. But so actually, I actually videos. watched the gameplay streams that they had after the press conference yeah. and the game looks like like, like, you know, why World War game people don't made before? Because World War games don't, they aren't a lot of fun. Because of the art direction and all. The right? art direction, the guns don't seem so much fun to shoot. I mean, it seems like it's very clunky and all. It, I, I I don't know. I, I think we're going to see what happened when Battlefield 3 hit. Where Battlefield 3, uh, 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 in the lead up to its release, there was a lot of good footage. It looked really nice. But hey, guess what? If you wanted all that, you had to play it on PC because the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions were horrible. Okay. So I have a feeling we're going to... Battlefield 3, when it came down to it, even if it didn't look that good, it was a lot of fun to play. True. But then, uh, I don't know how it's going to work out here, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, there is a lot of hype around it. Cool story, bro. But the thing is, this hype is not going to translate to better sales than COD regardless of what people think on the internet. It's, It's not even a question of sales. It's more of a question of... Is this actually going to be fun to play over an extended period? Because fine, yes, we do know that DICE will support the, the games till the end of but the But the thing is, when you say they will support it, it could have a $50 season pass. Yeah. So as opposed to DICE, 
at launch. Oh, but Which, Battlefront yeah. didn't have any issues with that. Like it was yeah, perfect. Battlefront is not Battlefield, dude. Battlefield no, but it's, it's the same developer. 64 player, multiplayer and all that. He's right. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, and it's a massive player base compared to Star. And uh, all at once, which is not the case with, so, was not the case with Battlefield. I don't know. I mean, like I have a feeling it, it, Battlefield 1 might live up to whatever it's promising, but it just might not live up on the platforms people want it to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I think that aside, uh, I don't think there's anything there was else. Not much, else. much. What is the end with? Oh yeah, oh yeah. EA is uh, doing a lot of stuff in esports. Apparently, that's a thing. Sure. Uh, they they had a, a whole segment on how Madden and is is going to be the first game on esports, and they're going to do stuff with FIFA and other titles as well, as well as Battlefield. So yeah, they they, they seem to be making a big push there, which I find a little amusing because. If you look at the big esports success stories, they've been around games that have a player base and games that don't have yearly iterations where changes in gameplay could actually impact how, you know, competitive play works out. So, I, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they manage to make it work. But, but um, FIFA has been having the entire World Cup since forever. So, true. FIFA is one of the games I think that, that even though it's an annual iteration, I think it can translate into any sports because, because, the, because the player base does move to the next one. True. But I, I don't know, then it, but it also could mean like that... Like, this is the Madden video they showed the Madden yeah. guy, the guy, who, guy who's, the, who's the top player has yeah. been winning for years, despite the game be, game changing every year. Yeah, but the fact that they're formally, you know, dipping into the esports pool could possibly mean that we might see that we might see future iterations of FIFA, Madden, Battlefield and the like being more similar to previous ones rather than the drastic changes we've seen from time to time. So, because at the end of the day, once you reach a, a certain level of players in a competitive arena... They're not too keen about change. That's so, true. I don't know. It'll be interesting to but see. But then again, esports is yes, it, it, it's it's big headlines and te- television and all that. But at the end of the people who end up buying the game are the are the more casual players. They yeah, are, because like see what happened to Street Fighter Five. They aimed it at esports and all that shit, and it flopped everywhere. Yeah, it's not yeah, even sold a exactly. million copies yet. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, it hasn't. Like Pokemon tournament on Wii U, which is Tekken and Pokemon, has sold more. Because Pikachu, bro. Yeah. So, but, but what's your overall view of the conference itself? Did, of you, EA? You didn't watch it. Right? I did. I watched most of it. I, I missed the FE thing, but yeah. I saw the Titanfall 2 thing. Yeah. Okay. And I saw... It was much better than last year, according to me. I thought there was too much talking. But the thing is, like, it was stupid of them to switch between LA and London multiple times. Like, huh. that seemed pointless. Just have it in one place and show your stuff. No one cares yeah. where it's being done, honestly. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm of the opinion that uh, LA London is maybe to rea- maybe as a realization that the European market is probably as profitable or close to being as profitable as the US. That's fine, but you fly UK and Europe journalists to the US to watch a live stream from something which is happening in the UK. How does that make sense? <laughs> yes, that 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 is amusing there. But yeah, I don't know. But I feel there's too much talking and, and too much again behind the scenes stuff. They should they needed to be more actual gameplay walkthroughs. The thing is, the Star Wars stuff and Xbox and Sony do a, do a lot better job of that. The Star Wars stuff was like, okay, we know you're making a Star Wars game, but like they should save this bullshit for hyping up when the movie is coming out because that's when the game is going to sell. And s- same for Mass Effect, right? Like there was too much talking happening and, and, and not enough gameplay. I don't know. Stuff. I think Mass Effect, like if they still don't have a release date and proper gameplay, the game is in trouble for sure. Yeah, and there were no new games being shown for the future. Like, w- like what's happening next year for EA? I, I don't know, which is... Yeah, it, 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 there are... To me, if I compare... I mean, this, it, is what, this is what EA ET is about, right? You show yeah. for the future. You don't want to... Yeah. Like, we, we, like, like, we know what's coming out in this year or early next year. Yeah. We want to see what's happening in the future. And that EA didn't show any of that. So, what, yeah, and that's what's worrying to me. Because there was... Uh, it was neither here or there. Fine, whatever was shown off in terms of games were essentially known ages ago. There, there's nothing too new there. 
I mean, barring barring a concrete Titanfall release date, there's nothing new. Sure, and even that leaked. Exactly. My point is, and which is why to me it's a bit of a step back compared to last year. Last year you had Garden Warfare 2, you had uh, you had uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, you had uh, Need for Speed, and all those three were shown off and they showed up. Here it seems like more of the same, except more of the same with no release dates, more of the same with no gameplay. And it's a little worrying because, yeah, I mean, you got Mass Effect coming out uh, hopefully early 2017, but there's no, but we don't, we don't have any idea what it looks like. So, I don't know. To me, it seems like, I mean, and usually, usually this is a sign of the fact that maybe the teams aren't aligned properly. Because if you notice that if you want to push everything on Frostbite, every team has to be there, has to show up, has to make things happen. And I don't know, maybe it's just that. Maybe they're still aligning their tech. Maybe there's just a lot of unknowns and... That's what's worrying. To me, it's a definite step down compared to last year. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Even though last year had Pele, which is the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. EA but yeah, Garden Warfare 2 turned out really good. I haven't played Mirror's Edge. Y'all have. Hmm. We'll talk about that when we talk about what we're playing. Okay. Hey, no faith on it. <laughs> and so, next up was Bethesda. Which, which, uh, which, had a, which had a really tough act to follow after last year. Yeah. Yeah, like last year was insane. But this year, they had like a lot of I don't know. There was it led it led up to something really good, but then that one big showing was a big flop, according to me. We'll get to that in a bit. They started off with uh, Quake Champion. Yeah. So here's the big flop. Yeah. Because uh, you say you're gonna do Quake, and after you've rebooted Wolfenstein and Doom and made them fantastic, you show off this random garbage hero shooter, which is made by a team who doesn't know how to make games. Which is the team? Uh, which Saber team? Interactive. So what have they made? Oh, what did they make? Time Shift. Yeah, they went a long shift. time ago, yeah. and then they worked on Master Chief Collection multiplayer, and we all know how that turned out. And this is an esports focused thing. And when you advertise your game as we're rebooting Quake, esports focused, one twenty hertz, you know, it's like trash. PC only. Yeah. Oh, it is PC only, but like yeah. it just disappointing. No, and what's worrying? And hero based with powers and all that. How is that Quake? And what's worrying is that uh, it have said the reason why they're doing this is because they don't have the bandwidth internally. Then don't do it. No, so here's the thing. It just means one simple thing. What the hell is it working on next? No, they they said so they are they're working on two other big projects before they can do a, a, a follow up to Skyrim, which is what Todd Howard. No, 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 Howard. no, no. That, that's a different. That's team. Bethesda Game Studios. No, that's in software. In software. Oh, it's software. Different teams. They are working right, on. Right. They are putting all their efforts on fixing Doom multiplayer. They said that now. Now that we finished the campaign, <laughs> we are shifting <laughs> our focus to the multiplayer because they need to sell season passes. Wait, remind me who worked on Doom's multiplayer? It wasn't it. No, it wasn't. I forgot. Certain that. affinity. Yeah. So yeah, they had a team, certain affinity, which was made up of ex Halo One and Two staffers. Uh, were the ones responsible for the multiplayer of Doom. So now, if they have to go back and fix that, well, yeah, I can. I mean, yeah, that that that's where we're at. So it's it's a little. I mean, it's a little unnerving. I, I like what I saw in terms of Quake Championship. It looked cool. It reminded me a lot of Quake Three. Oh, the, the character designs and the weapons. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, if it's going to be hero-based... Uh, yeah, with powers and esports focus, like... I don't know it's going to work out. So, yeah. I just feel like they're, they're going too, like, uh, too heavily into the whole 90s uh, nostalgia thing. They need, the, like, they it did, worked out like for Wolf and It worked for Wolf and Doom, so then you're, you're kind of pushing your luck. That's what I told Rishi. That half acid, yeah. They're going for the trifecta. Like, if you tell anyone that the current gen's best shooters are Wolf, Doom and Quake, they'll laugh at you, but that's what's happening. But it's not happening anymore because Quake is not going to be that So, good. So, here's the thing, right? Uh, back in the day, I think a couple of years, before John Carmack 
joined Oculus. Speaking of John Carmack, did you see it? We're going to get to that soon enough. No, so mighty have fallen. But uh, so point is, he did mention offhand that they were looking to reboot Quake as an occult shooter, similar to how the very first Quake game was. So I mean, that to me would have been a better direction to take instead of trying to capitalize on a market that's eventually going to go bust because the esports market keeps working and cycles so i, I don't know i mean uh, um on the surface i want to believe but uh, i think yeah i think mike and sam are right on that one so yeah that, that was their big one they started was with quake but what is interesting was prior to them showing off quake they had an old school dos uh, command uh, they showed the new wolfenstein or yeah they please, they had please. a direct like you're using DOS or any type to show the directories and there was Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, yeah. like mentioned over there. And so that's basically going to be the new game, I guess. That's yeah, the tease yeah. for that. So it's good that they're working on a new Wolfenstein. Yeah. But uh, yeah, th- that was there. But then that aside, uh, Bethesda showed off Skyrim Special, Special Edition, Edition. Hmm. which is again something which was heavily rumored and all by like a lot of sources and people. Yeah. With full PC mods, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Full PC because like... Mods. Fallout 4 on consoles was beta testing mods on consoles and now Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now Skyrim. And if you want Skyrim Legendary Edition on PC, you're going to get Skyrim Special Edition for free. Yes, I get it for free. Same here, even though I haven't played Skyrim. Even though you don't have a PC, but yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, they showed up that which has new god rays and new snow particle effects. Snow shaders. Same shit. Stick to the script. This is, no why, this is why I don't have a PC. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, long but story. But on console as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but, but then... You don't have a console either. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything's, everything's good now. I don't have an Xbox One S, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was interesting for them to show off a game that was like heavily rumored. I mean, it's been rumored for, for like almost six months now. Yeah. And then they showed a, a Prey, which is also heavily rumored. Yeah, uh, Arcane Studio showed. Yeah, Arcane. Yeah. Arcane Austin. Yeah. Mm. So the, the the history behind Prey is really funny because uh, Kotaku leaked it two years, three years ago. Yeah. To the point where the studio head for Arcane called them Presnik fucks. Yeah. Because uh, they 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 basically ruined that. But the direction in which they're taking Prey is very amusing. It the, it's not like it's just basically a reboot, and since they own the Prey name, they have to use it. Yeah. Or something like that. Because because if you the, the first game was uh, what happens when a when an entire city gets. Uh, teleported onto a spaceship and the crap that goes down and how they try to save themselves. And the leaked uh, uh, documents for Prey 2 suggested that it would it would take place where uh, on an alien planet where a human where you're a human detective trying to solve mysteries and crimes that happen there. And, and you're a part of the alien society and stuff like that. So it's odd to see them take what seems to be more of a survival horror route to it. Dead space sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, according to them, the plot is you're on a space station, aliens have taken over, shit gets real. You basically, you're being, so basically they're experimenting on humans and then something goes wrong and so they put put him onto, onto the spaceship and the aliens have taken over. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very weird plot and we're going to see more of it at QuakeCon, but I don't know, I mean, uh, it just seemed uh, a little iffy and but no date or year or anything. No, for that. Next year. Next, next year. Next year. It's okay. uh, not Sony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's next year. Um, that aside... Oh, and Skyrim's this year. November, right? Uh, yeah, October. November. October. 28th. October, November. Okay, yeah. November. And it's a full price game on console. So, yeah. expect 3999 in India. Uh, yeah, 3999 or 4299. October 20th. No, 4299 stopped for Bethesda. Okay, so 3999. So, yeah, 3999 on consoles and... Uh, 
like let's see if the ps version turns out to be shit again <laughs> no, but what's going to be interesting is uh, i wonder if your old save files carry over i don't think they will I, because you can hack the save files on last year and consoles and that's what caused the diablo hacks on consoles which they had to patch because okay. when people transfer the save file you can edit save files on con- last year very easily okay mm. So yeah, interesting. And they ended with Fallout Four VR. Ah, uh, yeah. So there's gonna be Fallout Four on VR, Doom on, on VR. HTC Vive. Doom on VR. No, yeah, Doom, Doom on VR, VR was a demo, but Fallout Four they want to do a completely playable yeah. on VR, but it's only on Vive and not Oculus. Yeah. Because they are they have some lawsuit going on with Oculus, but yeah. Uh, welcome to PC hardware specific exclusives for VR. Yeah, that's. This is your new future. Yeah. But is this like a like a lawsuit with the Carmack dude? Carmack. Yes, yes. Okay. Because uh, Bethesda alleges some tech was when he was working over here. Right, this right, is right, an right, Oculus, right. and yeah. but then like it's typical, right? Because uh, this Carmack apparently tech taken and all, and now he's working at Samsung, and we know what Samsung does. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Facebook, oh, Samsung. Your oh, VR is Samsung, dude. And oh yeah, most most importantly, there was Dishonored too, which looked yeah, really yeah. good. And that's okay. coming out, and it has a collector's edition. And all three of us hope the collector's edition comes to India. Yeah. But more importantly, the game design looks so cool. It really uh, does. Yeah. As, uh, assassinations make a make a return. Uh, you can obviously choose your path, stealth or violent. Uh, there are some really nice powers like Domino, which means that if you if you possibly, for example, you get bad pizza. Better than that, you <laughs> get you get. Pizza hot, am okay. I right? <laughs> so, so what happens is you get uh, so if you if you use let's say a concussion grenade or a mine on one enemy, uh, and if you have the domino uh, super uh, domino ability enabled, the other enemies in the area of effect get the same. Or effect. if you stab one guy in the yeah. face, they all get stabbed. Exactly, he is looking so cool. So, so they've got cool stuff like that. They got something called the Shadow Beast, which lets you stalk enemies and kill them up close. Uh, it looks really nice. Even even the environments look very cool. Uh, that, that it's got that same uh, painting and motion type design. Yeah. Uh, where uh, and, and it's got the dynamic stuff where where you have those windstorms coming in. Yeah, and, yeah. And the the enemies can't see you. Yes. And, yeah. So 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 they've got some really cool weather effects also. The entire game is running uh, something known as the Void, Void Engine, Engine, which, which is, is based, based on it tech. Yeah, which is based on it tech. And it's looking really cool. What was what was the to me the highlight was uh, where you had this one uh, where they show, where where they showed off this one level uh, where it's basically an abandoned mansion. But you keep, but then because this this mansion has its own uh, grip on time and space, there's some there's there's sort of a leak in the time space continuum of sorts. We can go back and forth in yeah. the past and in the present, and it was re- and it works really well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, Dishonored too. And what's really cool is uh, later on, I was I was watching this uh, interview with Harvey Smith. Yeah. That what this time they have what they call a no powers mode. Yeah. To play the whole game with no powers. Wow, that's brutal. Yeah, like a proper first person stealth game, like no powers at all. Yeah. So which is which could be a lot of fun. And more importantly, like the story seems to uh, seems to be equally interesting this time around. Uh, you can sw- switch between Corvo, who from the first game, or Emily. Uh, you can't switch. You pick one. So you pick one. Game, pick one. Yeah, and you pick one. Exactly. So, uh, there, there, there could be some interesting ramifications to that. Uh, what would be, uh, what we don't know at this stage, the, the first Dishonored had a very cool uh, mora- morality system uh, where there were nine missions. If you play five of them non-violently, uh, you get, you, your, your last mission ends up being a lot more easier mm-hmm. because you played stealthily. So, the enemy security is kind of lax. Uh, this time around, we do, we have no idea if that's coming back and if it's coming back to what degree it'll come into. Because while the morality system was really nice, uh, it was also very binary. It meant that you could essentially, uh, 
play the game once, maybe twice, and that was it. Because mm-hmm. you play once violently, once non-violently, you're done. So it's like SMT where you have chaos, law, and neutral, except just two ends now. Yes. Okay, fine. And uh, it didn't change, and it and because it, in in those games it changes with every decision you make and every dialogue it adds or subtracts to your morality. So over here, is it just based on those missions? Yeah, based on those. Okay. Missions. So you also you have like those factions. Like if you help one faction, the other one was yeah. your favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of that also will play. So, so yeah, yeah, there are factions this time around, and, and that that in itself could be a very interesting dynamic on how it works out towards the end game. But uh, yeah, it's looking really interesting. Uh, to me, that was essentially the best game yeah. at Bethesda. But yeah, compared to last year, what do you think, Sam? Not anywhere close because last year, like, they they really went all out. You know? I don't know. It would have topped last year if they didn't show Doom last year. But like, Doom last year was like, that's it. And yeah. the final game turned out to be so much better than what they showed. Also, it's just insane yeah. how good the game is. So. Yeah. I think I think Dishonored 2 kind of redeemed it because there was way too much Doom DLC stuff, Fallout DLC stuff, yeah. remasters, VR, all that. So I oh, think yeah, the like Fallout Dishonored, stuff was like a low point yeah, of the show. Yeah, Dishonored kind of redeemed the, the show. Yeah. yeah, decent show, but not not anywhere near last year's. Uh, to me, it's kind of like on par, because uh, simply because two reasons. Yeah, Skyrim. Uh, I know, yes, we're in a post-Witcher three world, and Skyrim shouldn't be a thing. But yeah, Skyrim and Dishonored. I but like Skyrim music is a lot better than Witcher music. At least it has that. More importantly, Skyrim combat is better than Witcher combat. <laughs> that oh also, yes, I said it. <laughs> that also. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on uh, after that was Microsoft and everything leaked if you're listening to this you obviously know what happened but we could have probably predicted this last week or so yeah. <laughs> long story short yeah I think someone at Microsoft really hates the company yeah because nerd leaks basically posted a whole list in order of what stuff was going to be shown off and everything was true of that yeah so everything. literally First up everything. they had the Xbox One S announced. Yeah, which was also leaked and shown off everything was known. So and it was like when you saw it, you were like, Oh sure, you know, I want to trade in my Xbox for this, but but then you waited till the end of the show and you were like, No, I'm not gonna get that in. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's like Microsoft just shot themselves. It's like I don't know. It's like they like we loaded up bazooka to talk to Sony and then after that they're like, Oh wait, let's shoot ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it, my the way Microsoft's conference was was like seemed to me like someone playing Overwatch got a massive five player kill streak, <laughs> about to kill the sixth player and get a team kill, and then but ends up suddenly, killing themselves. Yeah. Like what the hell was that? I mean, you can't start off showing a new console and end by making it obsolete and irrelevant in under a year and a half. What the actual fuck? Like just saying. Your console is, uh, like, everything is going to work everywhere and all. Like, no, when you want people to upgrade from a current thing, they want the best thing available right now. Exactly. So, so about the console itself, so it's going to be the same hardware, but they have they, they say they have HDR. No, they said it has more processing. They said it, like, it needs better internals for HDR, right? You can't do sure. HDR on the old Xbox. That was the whole thing. Yeah, but would you see better frame rates from... No, no. Days, like, see, there's a lot of conflicting stuff. Like, the Gears <laughs> of War, like, Coalition people said they that... They had HDR. No, yeah. they said HDR, but they also said it can run better, right? Yeah, so what we know right now is... Uh, uh, see, Polygon had an interview with the guys from from Gears of War, Rod Ferguson, who claimed that uh, it will... In terms of image quality, because of the HDR functionality... Uh, surface surface textures, me- metal, uh, metallic elements, armor will actually look a lot better. But you need an HDR TV for this. Exactly. You so. need an HDR TV for that. That is one thing. Second thing, uh, they also mentioned that, uh, see, Gears of War uses uh, dynamic resolution, similar to Halo and other games. Uh, what, what this means is, in order to ensure your frame rate stays the same, the resolution might change. Sure. That's what uh, happened with Wolfenstein, the new order on 
both consoles but wouldn't that lead Doom. to like haziness and shit uh, it depends on how they implement it because Doom has the best implementation of AA after Uncharted 4 going to Digital Foundry yeah. so you don't really notice it even though on Xbox it drops a lot more mm. so yeah. over here what they said is that the changes in resolution will be a lot less on the One S compared to the uh, Xbox no, One no no more than changes in resolution they also said that there will be a greater consistency in frame rate mm. because of the added processing power now, this is what happened yesterday. Today, uh, Eurogamer. Today, yeah. Phil Spencer told Eurogamer that games will run exactly the same on Xbox One and Xbox One S. But to further compound matters, uh, I have had several sources from Microsoft tell me that that is not going to be the case. Yeah, that seems very strange because like p- people about the Xbox One will, will have a really raw deal now because they because. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird because do you want to upgrade to the Xbox One S because it's smaller, it has a built-in power brick, which is a huge deal. Yeah. And like it supports, it, it's the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player also on the market. Sure. So you have a good thing to upgrade, but then in the end, they're like, six teraflops. Yeah, so that's my point. It was really weird. And, and also this has a new controller, which basically can work on PC without the adapter on Bluetooth. Windows 10. Yeah, yeah. Bluetooth, yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. Also, they announced those, those colored controllers yeah. I really want. Same, yeah, so the same. thing is, after using the Elite controller, you cannot downgrade to the non-Elite controller Thank on you. Xbox. Thank you. And the problem with the Elite controller now is, instead of bringing colors and customizations to your premium controller, you make someone vomit on it and say, this is the Gears of War controller that costs $200. Yeah. So, long story short, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Once you go to the like, Elite, you can't go back. But I still want want a customized controller anyway, Me just too. with my name on it and stuff. It'll look cool. So yeah, I mean, the hardware kind of dominated Microsoft's announcement. And then there's the other big announcement, which which happened with the Gears of War showing where they announced Xbox anywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. so Xbox Xbox is basically I think they're planning on making it a platform. Yeah. So basically, every exclusive or it's not exclusive anymore. It's just yeah. not on PlayStation. Every Xbox, yeah. every Xbox and Microsoft game is now going to be on Windows 10 also through the Windows 10 store. And the play anywhere thing will, if you buy it digitally on one, you get it on the other as one. But did they say that that will come simultaneously on both? Yes, 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 yes. They did? They did. Yeah, okay. So, so now here's... <coughs> they said you can buy it here and you get it on both and you can play, like, it. Uh, Gears of War is four-player co-op yes, campaign, yes, right? Yes. So you can play with people on Windows 10 at the same no, but, time. But yeah, but did they say that that will come to Xbox and Windows at the same, on the same Yes, day? yes. As far as, I, like, yeah, I don't like, think they explicitly like, like said Quantum Break, which, which came a few days later. To push It'll Xbox probably be the same. No, it came the same time. No, no, no PC came, came a little later. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it'll be around the same time. And same with Gears Ultimate, it came later on Xbox. Yeah, but then here will be the same time. And hey, guess what? This was leaked six months, uh, I think in February. GameSpot uh, inadvertently... They wrote Gears of War 4 and Scalebound and then they removed it. Yeah, they removed it. And now like everything is coming to Windows yeah. 10 also. And uh, yeah, there's not going to be regional pricing, so don't get excited. And more importantly, wait, for all of you PC gamers listening to this podcast, I will repeat this. Till my dying death, till my dying breath, it is not coming to Steam. Do not expect any of this to come to Steam. It's not going to happen. Steam and Steam and Microsoft aren't going to be best of friends anytime soon. Yeah, anytime soon. Go to the Windows Store. In yeah. fact, even Dead Rising Four might not come to Steam if what yeah. reports are to be believed. So, this is going to maybe happen with like yeah. the money-headed third-party exclusives Agreed. also. 
So yeah, if you're if you're on PC and you want to play Xbox, all games, that, yeah. yeah, it's all going to be Windows 10 only, and like they're basically pushing people to digital because if you have a PC and an Xbox, yeah. buy it digitally, you get it on both. Right, I yeah. don't know how they're going to transition. I think physical owners are not going to get codes or anything. No, yeah, if you buy digitally only. Yeah, yeah so if you buy physical, buy no. So basically, sure. it doesn't affect two or two out of three people on this <laughs> podcast. So, so the other thing is, the only way I can ever see them bringing stuff to Steam is if it's a hail mary attempt. Like the same reason we're only seeing a Final Fantasy VII remake from Square or in the future when Konami remakes the first Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, if things get that desperate, we might see it on Steam. But in the immediate future, that is unlikely. The thing is, they're not going to bring it to Steam at all because uh, they need to push Windows 10 activations. Their whole thing is to get more people on their platform. Like when they responded about the NPD numbers, they said, we've had the maximum amount of hours put into Halo yeah. 5. That does not mean sales. Yeah, yeah, it does. That just means Rishi left his Xbox One running the game for one week. <laughs> hey man, boosting their performance and all that. So, <laughs> so yeah, but like the also, highlight... Also, what's cool is, is if some of these games will actually have cross-platform play, like Forza Horizon will have four-player co-op, you can play with Windows yeah. and Xbox people. Together. This is going to happen with all the games which are announced. And yeah, all the games? Yeah, 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 yeah whatever yeah, games yeah. have co-op. And speaking of Forza Horizon 3, savior of the Microsoft show, it was, it our was. Lord and savior is back <laughs> after that trash Forza 6. Oh, you mean yeah. Halo Wars too? Law. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Australia, lot of new car classes, four-player. Lamborghini on the cover. Yeah, campaign co-op, which is new. And most importantly, what? guys, you can actually use your friend's driver towers, form a convoy and win fans in the game that help you progress. Oh, so and apparently now you can you, fire fa- you, you can fire your friends as apparently well. Apparently now you're organizing the, 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 the festival. Oh, we're not going to have that guy saying, come on, mate, let's go on a race. Yeah. <laughs> so you're organizing the festival. You are now in charge of the festival, which, which is why you can fire people. That's now. what happens at the end of Forza Horizon 2, right? Once sure. you finish it, he'll be like, sure. oh, now you're going to arrange the yeah, festival. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. But uh, it's, it's looking really good. And uh, I mean, what's, more, what's going to be interesting is to see uh, that new, new new locations. I think yeah. Australia is going to be really cool. And very diverse as well. Yes. There are deserts and forests and everything. Beaches. And, yeah. But will you be able to, 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 to drift on the coral reefs? That is an important question. It's not a voting. No, what's really important is will they be able to match the quality of the radio stations we got in Forza Horizon 2? Oh, so you mean EDM? No, dude. Need Jungle's Busy Earning Back or the sequel to that song, dude. That that game is the Nolan. That song is the Nolan North of video game tracks. It's on everything. (laughs) This is not the Norman Reed's of video game tracks. Soon. (laughs) But yeah, long. So yeah, Forza Horizon 3, like day one purchase for everyone over here. Like, cannot wait for that. Like then GT Sport can go suck it as far as I'm concerned. Now, now Sam's right here. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but then they had, then they actually announced Record. They didn't announce it. I was sure it was going to be Vaporware. Yeah. yeah. After, basically year. after Forza Horizon 3 and Halo Wars 2, I guess, everything which was announced last year is now getting a release date. Yeah. Or delayed. Except for Sea of Thieves, no date yet. No, it's coming this year, I thought. I, I can't remember. Likewise. But yeah, Halo Wars 2 is now Feb. 21st, 2017. Yeah. And that whatever. It's looking so good. But uh, again, biased because Halo fan. Uh, and it's about time we get an RTS though. But Starcraft says hi. Like why would you play this trash if you have Starcraft too? Because it's better than Starcraft. No, it isn't. Okay. And, yeah. and they have these guys working on Creative Assembly. Yeah, Creative right? Assembly. So the guys being Total War Warhammer are working on it. Yeah. It looks really nice. Uh, there's an open beta that's happening this week. On Xbox One. On Xbox One. Uh, which is basically multiplayer focused. But... It seems interesting. I mean, uh, if, especially if you're sort of who like who likes RTS, who likes the Halo universe. I think they missed the trick, and I'm going to get probably panned for this. I think they missed the trick by not incorporating Kinect controls to some degree because motion controls in an RTS, where you can pick and choose your your own oh. uh, your units and actually sure. throwing them on and building would actually be a lot more intuitive 
But I I don't know. I mean, let's. To see. be honest, I really thought they'd uh, bring this to like even their Windows tablets. Yeah. I thought this yeah. would be one of those releases, but clearly yeah. it was supposed to only be on Xbox One apparently, and not on Windows. Or do like a companion app where you just have uh, like like you're managing your units. Exactly, or exactly. But yeah, so the, uh, I, oh yeah, there were a boatload of indies. Yeah, yeah, they showed but, more compared gameplay. Can we just, can we just talk about how bad Scalebound was? Hey man, what? How was it bad? How was it bad? How was it good? It was everyone was like cringing when they were seeing that. Everyone on the WhatsApp group was like, "What the fuck is this game?" Yeah, that's because Kamiya blocked all their asses, dude. Yeah, what do you say? It looks <laughs> good. A horrible game. It dude. looks biggest boss ever. Just big means good or what? No, but the gameplay looked nice. Yeah, it's horrible. It I mean, you guys Terrible. just hate. What do you want me to say? You guys will never. I, I mean, mean, what, I like, mean, like you know what what they've become now. Platinum has become. You've seen the past few games. I haven't played TMNT. So Transformers, was great. Transformers was great. Transformers was great. Of course, Transformers it was. Transformers was great. Transformers fanboys. Transformers and Bayonetta was really good. But then you oh, guys yeah. won't know that because Wii U never sold. So <laughs> I think Scalebound. I can see where they're coming from because the 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 the, the combat against the uh, because the, the the enemy you fight off against seemed like a complete you know damage sponge. Mm. So yeah, it didn't look that I mean, interesting. Punching is also than yeah. So it, it it didn't look too interesting on screen. That's yeah. what it seemed like. Uh, and then again, and the whole the, thing with the with the dragon and all that, it seemed like it was a lot of it was, was scripted. Ah, uh, possibly so. So the from the thing is, it was all in co-op. That was all co-op gameplay. And yeah. uh, if I compare it to the single-player gameplay, there's a world of difference. Especially after seeing the single-player gameplay at Gamescom, after seeing footage later. It seems that the single player gameplay is go- is going to be a lot more robust and that's going to be where the interest lies which is why yeah I will agree that uh, it was odd for them to showcase four player co-op it was very odd but, yeah but they they did that last year right or uh, no no last year they teased it hmm. all they did was tease it yeah. and i think that was a decent way to end because uh yeah i mean i, I don't see four player co-op being a big deal for scalebound hmm. i i do agree that though that uh, yeah it seems awkward but i think the single player is where it's going to be at I don't think it's gonna. Be I think this game's gonna bomb like crazy though. I mean, that's when is it out? Next year. Next year, no release date. 2017. The year of dreams. <laughs> the new year of dreams. Yeah. So and that aside, yeah, there were a lot of indies. We happy few cuphead. Oh yeah, we happy few looks really good and but it's that's, a that's timed a, that's exclusive. A, it's a early access Kickstarter game, na, which is also yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. Kickstarter game which is available in. It's going to be available in early access from July, I yep, think. Yep. And then they showed Cuphead, which now is not just boss rush mode and actually is a platformer. And as well. it is tough as hell. Yeah, that game is, is so tough. <laughs> I still cannot it believe the Dark Souls of platformers. Don't yeah. insult platformers. And that dude, it's it's a sh- there are very short levels, but you yeah. die like way too like, many times. This is like tough as hell, man. So they have and, and they have an inside release date finally. Yeah, which is and which Limbo is now free on Xbox for gold members till then. For right? good, no, for yeah. good. Oh, for good. Yeah, okay. yeah, for good. Play it if you haven't. But yeah, so there was a lot there. Oh, but the most cringe-worthy part, guys. Scorpio. Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft. <laughs> so yeah, you you you. Which is like EA Sims, like uh, like like their version of of Sims. Section. I think this is a little worse. Or, or just dance section for Ubisoft. I think it's a little worse because when you see one of your uh, gaming icons on stage. Uh, flailing around. Not even on stage. He was on some far corner of the stage. Yeah, one, uh, yeah. Reduced to yeah. A, reduced to a circus monkey with with, <laughs> with VR. You kind of lose all hope. Mike, you want to tell us what happened with Kamak and Gear VR and Minecraft? Considering so yeah, I can't believe that one of the creators of Doom had a Samsung device strapped to his face. Like that's the ultimate downgrade in life. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's, I don't know. It was just really bad. Like. The Minecraft demo they showed last year on Hololens was like a whole other level compared to this shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like it just feels weird for them, and they like I thought they showed more Hololens stuff. 
Yeah, it's it, into any Hololens. No, yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling they're gonna kill Hololens and they're gonna put money into Oculus, Oculus yeah. for VR on yeah. Xbox and all that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it's not it's not a start of good things for VR on PC if Vive and Oculus are doing all these exclusive yeah. things and all like it's yeah. just. I mean, they did showcase some new Minecraft features where there's going to be uh, parity between console, PC and mobile. But the thing is, it's not the PC version which most people play is still the separate Java version or whatever. This is going to be between Minecraft Pocket Edition on iOS, Android and Windows, if that's a thing. And Windows 10 version and the console versions on Wii U, PS4, Xbox One and all. And they're adding battles and they're adding basically interesting things. And they also launched uh, Minecraft Education Early Access. Which is now available for free for students and all that stuff. So, it's very interesting. But yeah, that demo was really bad. Yep. So, that was essentially... They also announced the Gwent. Oh, yes. But that's coming to other platforms. Also. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, the Microsoft stuff, Gwent, they announced, which is uh, available in open... No, in closed beta on Xbox One and PC only. And it'll come to PS4 later. The PC and Windows 10 on GOG. Of... It no. Be, it's also coming to GOG. It's, yeah. It yeah, yeah, also yeah, coming to GOG. Is it, I'm guessing Steam also, right? Steam is still a thing. <laughs> just asking because, but no. but yeah like it's interesting that Microsoft continues to invest money into CD Projekt Red considering the game sold almost negligible on Xbox compared yeah. to PS4 yeah I mean the whole situation is like some guy like trying to get a girl's phone number she gives him <laughs> she gives him a phone number every time he calls she doesn't answer it just seems like that it's so weird but yeah I mean maybe it's a strategic investment who knows but yeah like I I don't know like you're launching a car collectible card game experience and you're not bringing it to tablets it's like a stupid move I I'm sure they will eventually I know but like I think they should have launched the beta on Android iOS tablets and Windows yeah. Yeah. or basically GOG Steam and tablets I don't really see console gamers going for this honestly. yeah I mean let's be honest when you're playing in front of a bigger screen would you would you play a card game which or would you rather, you know, play something else? And I think there's a lot more competition there. So, yeah, I do agree that launching this on console may not have been the smartest move. Like they say there's a single player campaign and yeah. all for it. That's good and all. But like this thing is not going to take off. Like, Again, why, why would you play single player campaign of Gwent when you can play the single player campaign of Witcher 3? Which never gets over and they added blood and wine which makes it even more <laughs> exactly. never Exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. I guess people have been asking for this and also they decided to make it because like they said with whatever... They're done with Witcher games, but yeah, spin-offs are going to start because I'm pretty sure like the publishers and them realize they can milk the shit out of yeah. this now. Yeah. So, so yeah, there was that. And then also uh, there was Final Fantasy 15 demo at the Xbox conference, <laughs> which cemented my belief even more that the game is going to be absolute trash when it comes out, when <laughs> the developers themselves cannot play the game. Hey man, don't, I'd like to believe... This is I, not the Final Fantasy you've been waiting for. Even you know that. All I know is <laughs> this that... This is some <laughs> bullshit B-grade shit with CD Projekt that shat out in the morning in the name of a JRPG. <laughs> all I know is that I've been waiting for this game for almost 10 years and it's almost out. Okay. And uh, yeah, while I do agree that the demo is pretty... It was so bad. And I don't know, like, it was just whatever. And then also Harada showed off Tekken 7. Like, yeah. again, how the mighty have fallen, like... Going from PlayStation to an Xbox conference. Yeah. No, but uh, I mean, Tekken itself seems interesting. Oh, it will be. Yeah, Tekken is going to be good. Like it's and it's coming to Steam also. Like the first Tekken game on Steam. What, what it's going to kill Street Fighter even yeah, more. Yeah, what I liked was the very subtle. It was the not so subtle dig 
uh, where they show off what seems to be a single player story campaign. Yeah. And at the end, Harada actually confirms it, saying, "Yeah, this is this is a, this is a what the story." story. Yeah. yeah. And, now, and then it's like, okay, then fatality. Yeah, Street Fighter gonna get wrecked. But yeah, they showed Tekken Seven also at the Microsoft conference. They showed Dead Rising Four. Oh yeah, which so the Frank, the Frank demo Rising song started out. The started out really good, and then I saw, oh my god, zombie Dead Rising bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, that's coming yeah, up. Frank West is back as the protagonist, and uh, apparently you can wear exo suits now and shit like that. So yeah. And then there was State of Decay too. Yeah, with more zombies. Yeah. So no, I think that's it for Microsoft. No, then there's Sea of Thieves to end. Oh yeah, which so is that? Let's very play. Let's play. Isn't that like a game based on PC gamers? <laughs> no, game based on piracy across platforms because Microsoft's cross, Microsoft's cross platform. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I don't know. It seemed very weird. I mean, they. It's like they wanted to show how it could work in co-op, how it could work with, you know, a C with naval gameplay and stuff. But it just didn't come across too clearly. Yeah. It felt like uh, people who don't really know what to do with the game got access to Zelda's Wind Waker engine, honestly. Yeah, I kind of agree. It seemed very odd. At the it honest, was very disjointed. It did, they should have saved it for another time instead of keeping that other focus of the thing. Yeah, it was the end of the... the no, the end was obviously, obviously for the Scorpio. Yeah, and Project Scorpio, speaking of that, like, I don't understand the point of, like, announcing a new console or a new project and then just saying Teraflops this, Teraflops that, when, like, AMD's $200 GPU can already match that performance so like now. Say, like you were saying, it's, it's to kind of get publishers to kind of start working on, the, on their... I know, that's game. that's fine right now, but you don't need to tell the general public about so that, even though the enthusiasts would get to know. I mean, You're killing off the casuals' interest in Xbox already. My point Especially is, when you yeah. just announced the Xbox One S. Yeah. Right? Telling them, okay, this is out now, but then you wait a year and a half and you, and you, you can buy a better one. But and here's the thing: if you want to let publishers know, there's a little thing called email, damn sure, it. and an sure. NDA. Yeah, and an NDA. Sure. That's and the thing, right? Like Sony, Sony they don't work anyways because everything is yeah. Like yeah. But so. like Sony already mentioned that they are working on a new whatever console, but they just said that casually and they said sure. whatever, whatever. Do it like that, where only the enthusiasts sure. get to know. I don't see the point of just releasing a new console and saying in one and a half years it's going to be something better. And I mean, fine, I, I get the, I understand that they're taking the cues from the smartphone market where you have a new phone every year. But uh, this isn't the smartphone market and I don't think people will have the capacity or even want to spend every year on year. What's the damn point? I mean, if you're building an ecosystem, that's great. But where's the value in it for end user, man? It, the, the, to me, it just seems like it's a way to keep the hardware factories running more than anything else. No, the only way I can see this uh, this and the Xbox One as coexisting is if, if this is going to be obscenely expensive. But then because if they do 300 and 600 and do all that bullshit, in yeah. fact, if they're going for like 600, 700 dollar price, I put the elite controller, aim it at like only quote unquote enthusiast gamers and not like yeah. normal people and also. Yeah. I don't know. It's It just feels very weird. And the way they were like talking about it, saying no compromise 4K and all that, like this isn't, this is not PC no, gaming thing is, will, will all the Scorpio games work on Xbox? Oh yeah, that's yes. another thing. They said all games will work everywhere and coexist yeah. and all. But then they also said if developers show enthusiasm for making Scorpio exclusive, it's up to them. So that's like, again, yeah, that's, that's bullshit. Cool, there. Yeah. I, I mean, and what's interesting is that uh, there, there was a poll on the IVG Twitter account just after the Project Scorpio announcement where uh, we where it was asked, uh, what do you think of Project Scorpio? Uh, 37% said that they're just going to build a PC. 33% said that they'll just use, they'll just continue with the PS4 or PS4 Neo. And only 30% said they're bothering day one. So it's, it's a very... Yeah, but that 37% is too busy voting on Twitter instead of buying PC games. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's a very interesting mix right now. The response is definitely mixed and uh, 
It all depends on the price because like if it's going to be like five six hundred dollars, that means fifty sixty k in India, which means completely dead on arrival. Yeah. Where even the fifteen hundred sales are not going to happen. Yeah. So now now it's apparently more. It's probably more hours put into Halo on your console, but not more sales. Whatever, dude. So yeah. Gotta play that Warzone. Yeah. Speaking of jokes like Warzone, then the PC gaming show happened. <laughs> yeah. Which was apparently less. noteworthy than last year also so the pc game show was really amusing because it wasn't on youtube it was twitch only for some reason so because we, esports bro so we caught it <laughs> a little late uh amd showed off a bunch of new gpus uh the 470 the 460 and yeah the 480 480 was known off earlier the 460 seems to be your esports card which apparently is a thing because apparently other gpus can't play esports so whatever um on top of that uh, there was serious amvr there was a summit ridge line of amd processors um it is kind of like a very mixed bag one thing that was very evident that uh, oculus has started a money hat a lot of pc games mm. uh, killing floor is going to be coming to oculus uh, super hot is coming to oculus and also oculus has already shown interest in dr putting drm where their games won't work unless your oculus headset is connected and stuff like yeah, that yeah. which people have already managed to crack but you know where it's going now yeah it's essentially becoming a very evolved data tool where they want to grab as much data and mine you for as much data. yeah they owned by facebook and all but Did yeah you back it on on instagram and kickstarter uh, no i am i am crazy but i'm not suicidal mm. so no i besides my my opinions on vr are it good you, you backed uh, that Ooh, yeah, so. yeah, it's console, right? It's not like sure. it's not I don't know. We are playing Chrono Trigger. This doesn't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, w- but there was one really interesting game at the PC gaming uh, show called Observer, where the entire premise is: what if your own fears were hacked and used against you? So you, it takes place in this Eastern European cyberpunk world. Uh, you play this. Uh, you you play a cop who actually has to hack people's fears, and it's quite it looks quite cool. It looks very cool. RPG. Ah uh, no, first person uh, horror. Okay. So it looks really interesting, super creepy, almost Matrix-like. Uh, there's a, another interesting game called Drop Zone, which is basically an, uh, what happens on RTS meets MOBA. Uh, each match is 15 minutes long. That also seems really interesting. Uh, and if you're the sort who likes Arma, there's Arma 3 Apex. That's July, right? July 11. Uh, that's looking really cool if you like those kind of games. Um, oh, you're missing out the main thing. What they they were talking about the advantages of mouse and keyboard gameplay, giving you full precision and all that. And the guy was playing Overwatch as freaking Bastion, who does not need any precision in gameplay. I take offense to that. <laughs> Bastion is one of the best characters ever. But you don't need keyboard and mouse precision, and he was dying with that. He did not choose the sniper where it would actually make a difference. But no, let's play as Bastion, like self parody at this point. And he says about ruffle stomping noobs. Yeah, he said like I'm gonna use pe- keyboard and mouse to ruffle stomp noobs and. Who says ba- that? <laughs> I bet it was a YouTuber. Definitely so. Yeah. Um, there was also another interesting game uh, called uh, the Turing Test, which is by Bulkhead and Square Enix. Um, basically looked a lot like uh, Portal. Um, With a lot of puzzles, a lot of uh, so like Talos principle also. Kind of yeah. Okay. So uh, seemed a lot, a little more fast paced though. Okay. Maybe it was because of the demo. But yeah, that also looked pretty interesting. Uh, and I mean, yeah, then there was another game called Overland, which is surprisingly not on Steam. It's on itch.io of all places. Yeah, that's becoming like a smaller version of GOG for indies. Yeah, it's a basically a strategy game set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Wasteland, but the difference is it's not. It it looks very minimal, and it looks like uh, like a sort of small kind of sandbox. So it looks pretty cool. They got that coming out as well. Um, 
Oh yeah, there was a uh, PC's answer to No Man's Sky, which isn't PC version of No Man's Sky. It's a game called Dual Universe, uh, that has some sort of procedural emergent. This uh, is gameplay. probably multiplayer. Possibly. It has to be. It's on yeah. PC. Uh, but yeah, it, uh, that's all I, I managed to catch off it because I switched to the Ubisoft stream. I was playing Overwatch when this was going on, so does it really matter to me? <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know, the, the, the way it's been going year on year, it, it's nice to see the PC gaming show show off different games that usually will never get that, that kind of mainstream, you know, uh, coverage. But the thing is, you're going to lose, you're going to lose out on coverage because of this, because all, a lot of stuff, even Sony's big first-party stuff like Horizon, they just announced all of that earlier mm-hmm. because they know during E3, sites are going to just cover the big stuff. Yeah. You're going to miss out on all this coverage. So, I guess, yeah, the PC gamers are going to watch try and watch the PC gaming show so they get some eyes on that. But Yeah, but I mean, barring that, it was pretty okay. I mean, there were what, kill, updates to Killing Floor 2, man. I mean, that was even their last year. Cool story, bro. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how it shapes up in years to come. But uh, it was just very... It was a mixed bag, to be honest. Mm. Uh, then we had Ubisoft. Right. Hashtags for eyes, dude. Game of the year. <laughs> Forget that. It started off with Queen. Don't Stop Me Now and Dancing Crabs. And the only good thing that came out of that is that Ubisoft has already announced the game coming out for the Nintendo NX. The first Western <laughs> game for the yeah. NX got announced called Just Dance 2017. Yeah. Which so, is also on Wii U and also on Wii. It's on every single platform because that shit's It's on three still generations still. of Wii home consoles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, so so and and what's interesting is that considering a choice of song, "Don't Stop Me Now," and the fact that uh, Vivendi is looking at hostile, hostile, uh, a hostile act, uh, acquisition of Ubisoft makes it all yeah. the more amusing. The subtext is rife. <laughs> so uh, that that was there, but uh, there were a bunch of games, uh, a lot of games. Um, we saw. First, I think first there was Wildlands. Yes. Was the first, yes. Yes. First yes. Apparently, it's, it's the biggest open world they've ever made. The biggest action game open world. I are they still, are they still going to use the wireframe from Far Cry Fro like they did in Primal and just use it here with another skin? <laughs> yeah, but so... Four-player co-op. Four-player yeah. four co-op. That's, yeah, but that's okay for a Ghost Recon, you expect that. And, but uh, it, it, it seemed a little too action-oriented than you would expect from a Ghost Recon. Yeah, it seemed really... It, it seemed like a lot of the focus... I see, with Ubisoft's earlier co-op demos, there's at least a strong focus on uh, each player doing something different and managing things properly. With Rainbow Six Siege, we saw that quite a bit. Mm. Here, it just seems that everyone do your own thing and something magical apparently happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a function of the mission structure or mission design. Because the mission that was shown off was, uh, you have to like, get rid of this uh, chef who's known to make people da- uh, uh, dissolve, people. dissolve people, essentially, in soup or whatever. Sounds like Agent 47. So, yeah, it seemed rather weird. But also, like, Ghost Recon is a military game. Exactly. And this is like mercenaries who have, like, no rules. They blow shit up. In fact, it reminded me of mercenaries. Yeah. The the old game from Pandemic. So, now what do you want from a Ghost Recon game? Yeah, so, it seemed a little disjointed there. But what was interesting was the... To me, was was the background of the game. Where... uh, Where... What where basically Bolivia becomes a narco state controlled yeah. by controlled by Mexican by the market. mafia because uh, because everyone decided to basically uh, refine co- uh, coca beans into cocaine and that is the entire premise and the, the in fact to me the enemies the 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 enemies you're up against are more interesting than the than the good guys I mean you have this faction called the Sacra del Muerte or something which basically look like they they worship the Grim Reaper. 
and yeah. it looks really cool from that aspect. But yeah, the gameplay, I'm not, not exactly feeling. Yeah, I think what could work is like in the demo, they showed like there was one guy going head on, one guy, one guy planking, one yeah. guy sniping from the top. I think potentially you could have all four just storming the storming the building together also. So I yeah. think that that openness is kind of there. True. To to approach missions, but yeah, I mean it seems too action oriented. Like all those car chases, bike chases, yeah. it seems too much for a Ghost Recon game. Exactly, and it'll be interesting to see how that actually plays out because it just I mean considering uh, Ubisoft's track record in open in in co-op in an open world isn't the greatest. I mean we saw what happened with Assassin's Creed Unity. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see how they pull this off. Uh, I'm I'm like 50-50 on it, man. Yeah. I think the single player component might actually be a lot better, but it's yeah. out November, right? Yeah, September. September. No, sorry, March. Uh, March seventh. Oh yeah, it's out. March seventh. Sorry, March seventh next year. So that was there. That was followed up by uh, South Park: The Fractured Butthole, which right. which uh, which had uh, the co-creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker on stage. They were talking. Uh, th- what they showed off was really cool in terms of a gameplay perspective, where. Uh, the first game was turn-based combat. This time around, it's turn-based combat that's inspired by uh, board games and games like XCOM. So you could actually choose your space on the on on, on the map. You could actually, uh, you know, uh, flank enemies and stuff like that. It was really cool, and the enemies can do the same. So it looked really cool. Uh, on top of that, the, the, there's a full parody. The entire game is essentially a parody of every superhero genre, every superhero movie. Okay. Wherein uh, they want to, wherein everyone from South, where the kids from South Park want to get a million dollars by creating their own superhero movie franchise, okay. and it's quite interesting. It, it worked. Uh, there, there were different character classes as well. Uh, some based on speed, some based on uh, on on uh, offensive uh, capabilities. It looked quite interesting. Uh, but what's amusing was that the number of f bombs. I mean, I was quite shocked myself to, to, to hear that many f bombs. On stage. On stage, uh, all South Park created. Fine, I get it. The show is like that. Mm. But then for, for for it to be shown off in a video game is a little... There's a bit of dissonance because mm. the game, the stick of truth wasn't that much in your face where that was concerned. Okay. So uh, that looks interesting. That has a release date, December 6th. And there are a bunch of special editions. What's interesting though is that if you pre-order the game, you get stick of truth free. Now, which basically okay. means that there is, uh, they, they've released the game on PS4. Hmm. They have. Uh, and Xbox One. It was already available as backward compatibility exactly. and it still is. Exactly. But there is now a port which they've made which is 1 GB bigger in size. Yes. Which I now people don't know whether achievements are the same or what on Xbox. Exactly. But on PS4 trophies leaked so we knew this was coming and on PC you just get the same game. Yeah. But so far, there seems to be no way to actually buy this port other than pre-ordering. Yeah. Okay. Which is weird because... Sure it will come later. Once yeah, probably. But back. like, I don't know. So, there was that. Hmm. Yeah, then uh, then there was uh, the Division where they basically... They spoke about the, the, underground. the yeah. Division Underground, which is one month earlier on Xbox. Yeah, and uh, August 2 on PS4. Uh, uh, PS4. PC and Xbox get it a month earlier. Yeah, yeah, they're paying to not have it on PS4. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was followed up by... Uh, more Oculus stuff. Uh, Palmer Lucy and Jason Altman were on stage to talk about uh, the to show off Eagle Flight, which is their uh, first person Eagle, which is also on, game. on, on PSVR. Yeah, yeah, PSVR. Yeah. And I think it'll be I think it'll be on Vive as well because uh, Ubisoft did say that all their games, all their VR games, are coming to all VR platforms. That so might not happen with Oculus now. They might pay to get possibly, it not on Vive. Possibly. Yeah. Because Valve's philosophy is whatever's on Vive can be on Oculus, but Oculus is the opposite of yeah. that right now. Yeah. So that might change. 
and then they showed trials of the blood dragon <laughs> which no. is the first time i'm interested in a trials game more importantly prior to that star trek vr oh god god yeah i know right like it was just 20 minutes of levar burton talking about oh sorry that guy from community <laughs> who who was talking about how awesome it was and that was such a train wreck i mean it was just like lame why yeah. like i don't know but yeah then after that there was uh, i mean there was that and then there was yeah for honor which was which look which look but is next year it's not yeah. releasing this year yeah. feb 14 at least they have a date yeah same day as persona 5 rip for honor yeah but it looks good uh, yeah, looks i good. i like the whole fact that they they're, they're willing to go ahead with the crazy vikings versus knights versus samurai right. yeah. uh, uh, gameplay the single player campaign looked fun it yeah. looked like a, it looked like everything rise should have been although i feel like when you're going to have so many enemies around you like you, you can't have like while you're fighting one guy the other guy has a standing there waiting for you to get done yeah it, that, that just seems very odd for these kinds of games to me like even rise was the same you know? but yeah. yeah it seems like it's not very dynamic the combat we know soon enough maybe it's because of this our one mission on vikings because apparently each faction will have their own set of single player campaigns sure so it'll be interesting to see and how that plays out it should go up in the earlier last year they should go up so i wonder yeah. if this campaign go up as well that would be, be amusing yeah with uh, yeah so that that's our on fair body and yes then there was trials of the blood dragon yeah which, which is available guys. now it's a standalone 15 dollar yeah. or equivalent like two guys to... came on in zebra print uh, yeah. black suits to quote aisha tyler to quote aisha tyler i didn't know lmfao made a comeback and then <laughs> so yeah that was quite hilarious uh they started off with basically saying what trials and far and far cry blood dragon make a baby So yeah, this is the game. Uh, the, the I honestly see it as a skin, a trial skin, and nothing more. I don't see any gameplay addition. They they yet. showed a lot of new vehicles and stuff with explosions. Yeah, Basically, showed, new they areas. Showed, they showed the minecarts. They showed some yeah. on foot shooting things, but yeah, yeah, it just seemed like a skin more than anything. I hope they do a physical release, or this will pick up. So only that trials looks interesting. Yeah, maybe they'll do like a bundle with the main. Like they did for uh, awesome Ultra Max yeah. S7 Edge Edition yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then there was Watch Dogs too. Oh yeah, <laughs> where a guy has hashtags for eyes and okay. and memes going to overdrive with dialogue boxes saying more fuckery. So yeah, day zero, dude. <laughs> yeah. Gotta pick that up. Which one? There'll be like fifteen editions of the game. <laughs> one will be only available at Starbucks in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> one will be only available as a pre-order if you buy the Silicon Valley Blu-ray set. <laughs> yeah. So so Watch Dogs too seems to take memes and it's. And and San Francisco. I'll give it this. It looks interesting. Yeah. I might pick it up. <laughs> so, so so yeah. Uh, they showed off an infiltration mission where you have to infiltrate a politician's uh, house or office and basically grab some data. And what what, what was really amusing is that uh, they they ended up playing a lot of music while that happens. Mm. And it was a lot of what Sam likes to call hipster hip hop. No, so, no, most of it. Like the one in the trailer was what what was that. Uh, the the Pharrell song, but they have oh, some. Oh, you mean Pharrell has another song that's not called Happy? This is actually a very old song from two thousand seven or something. The song that they. That so they before played. he was happy. Before he was. <laughs> before he was happy. Pharrell, he was part of a group, <laughs> na. Black Eyed anyway. Peas. Nerd. Nerd, yeah. Part of nerd. <laughs> so yeah, so the the campaign seemed a little interesting. You had. I think they've actually put a lot of work into the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which, which was lacking in the. In Chicago. The you can hack yeah. dogs, right? Almost everything. Okay. <laughs> so that card, people's phones, everything you can hack. Yeah. And it's Is and it's really not using Android or something. Yeah. <laughs> and there 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 were there were some interesting things. You could use a drone to like uh, scope out the surroundings. You could control a robot to uh, snag the data you need. 
Um, the combat looked actually pretty interesting. And the parkour looked kind of fun also. Yeah, it's, it's something we need because, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, one thing I found strange initially is that, okay, there's this hacker who we don't associate with kind of combat and yeah. free running, but then they kind of explain really well because he is this kid from Oakland, which is like one of the rougher neighborhoods in the Bay Area and where he was, where he was convicted of a crime. And so it, it kind of explains how he's kind of this well-rounded athlete and combatant and also a hacker. Yeah. It kind of makes sense with the way they've built up his backstory. Yep. And even more amusingly, well, the game aside, was uh, how there's going to be, uh, so, so uh, the PS4 gets 30-day exclusivity on DLC. And mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, they hinted at a Watch Dogs movie that's going to happen Yeah. Uh, with Sony. What was really cool is the Sony thing. Mm-hmm. Sony had someone come on and talk about how they had a tie-up with Watch Dogs, but they didn't do it on a Sony conference, which exactly. was really cool. Yeah, I so, really like that. Yeah, so they, they, I think they had Jim Ryan who was head of Jim Ryan to show up and say that. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool, yeah. yeah. So, I mean... On the whole, it was a... It, oh, yeah, wait. Then there was Steep. Which is the thing they ended with. That sky yeah. is Yeah, SSX meets uh, base jumping. Social networks. Yeah. So, basically, it's base jumping, uh, uh, paragliding, snowboarding, and yeah. uh, what do you call that? Wingsuiting. Yeah. And, and it's basically supposed to be very social where you kind of, uh, you know, do runs with your friend. You share you share your routes and all of, and yeah. plays and all of that. So, basically, it's the crew, but with snowboards. Exactly. So that's that's very true. So and, and it's coming this year. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, they, they they seem quite confident about confident about that. Yeah. What was nice was that what was really cool with even though Ubisoft's conference dragged on way too long. Yeah. There were too many of those couch conversations. Happened. Yeah, too many of those couch conversations. But what was really nice was that everything had gameplay. Yeah. There was no like fine. I mean, I think they actually took offense to the number of downgrade jokes people have been making yeah. over the years. But they don't win, right? Because when they show that, people are like, the game doesn't look like this. When they show the game, oh, it doesn't look good. Like it's already yeah. downgraded and all, so they can't win at this rate. Yeah, they yeah. can't. But then it's it, it's nice. But it's good they're showing gameplay and release dates and like yeah, everything's yeah. coming. Everything out, has so. dates, which is good, or, or at least a year. Yeah. So, so that's there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and surprisingly, our recap of Ubisoft is way shorter than the actual event. So, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. before we move on to the main event, let's talk about Nintendo. Okay, bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> no, so basically, Nintendo just had two main things which they showed off. Yeah. One was Pokemon Sun and Moon, which apparently is supposed to be the next generation Pokemon game, mm. which is basically the same game we everyone's been playing for a long time so wait, with some improvements so wait by the saying we've been playing for a very long time are you referring to the Game Boy or Game Boy Advance or the DS equivalents of, of Pokemon it's based on the it looks like it's based on the same engine Pokemon X and Y were made on which was the 3DS first Pokemon games okay but they've changed the UI they've added some new mechanics into gameplay and all and they say it's a big open it's called Alola I think which is in Hawaii or something like that. Making Alola great again. Yeah, so basically they showed off that and then they moved on to the main event which people have been excited for. The new Legend of Zelda game which is okay. called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild? Yeah. So is that what... So is the sequel going to be called Legend of Zelda Listerine? <laughs> I mean like why would they call it Breath of the Wild? I don't know. To me they should have just kept it as The Legend of Zelda because it looks like a reboot to some extent of the first game. It is an open world game as well. It looks like if you're if you're wondering about the art style, it looks like Studio Ghibli meets The Witcher Three in terms of gameplay and all. Like there's a mini map, link and jump now. There's fast travel. There's gliding. There's horse riding. So basically, Miyamoto played Witcher Three. 
probably decided, okay let's make a good game and they had to cut out a lot of shit for this demo because apparently npcs are spoilers so they just removed every npc from the demo what yeah they said what? we cannot show you npcs because of story spoilers wow so that's why like <laughs> the the world which they showed up looked a little bland wow but yeah it looked really good and there's a lot there's inventory management and all it looks like a proper rpg they are making yeah even though the others have been rpg light people still consider them rpgs i don't but there's still puzzles there dungeons and obviously they announced amiibo before the game is out because that's the pre-order dlc for nintendo but i don't know what worries me is that if we consider how uh, rpgs in general has been on the wii u like if i take xenoblade chronicles into account okay by to actually get to a point where xenoblade chronicles let you get into a mech which was a big deal that's like 7 hours or something more than that okay you're looking at almost 15 hours eh? okay so the question is but then zelda games have never been really long they've been like 20 hours max yeah so xenoblade is known to be like the first xenoblade on 3ds is like 50 hours minimum yeah the new one is like 90 hours so zelda games aren't going to be that big except now that it's open world i guess they can say up to 50 hours of gameplay like how Witcher is up to 500 or whatever. But more importantly, are there any uh, any towers you have to capture? No, this is not a Ubisoft game. Same thing. Or Far Cry. Faith? Any watchtowers to capture? Any leaps of faith? There will be leaping but no faith. This is not Mirror's Edge. So, so yeah, that's basically a short whatever summary of Nintendo's thing. So now let's talk about Rishi's favorite company of all, Sony. <laughs> what? What? No. Yeah. Oh, so yeah... It, for the first two and a half minutes, no one knew what was going on because you just had random orchestral music playing in. Yeah. And then they showed what seemed to be The Last of Us 2, aka God of War. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I yeah. mentioned last time also that they are going to do a new God of War. It needs to be like like shake up of the, of the series in a big way. Yeah. So, so it, looked, they, it looked really good. The pacing, it, it looks like it is an RPG now. They said they've yeah. added RPG elements yeah, to yeah. it and stuff like that. And now you have a third-person camera which is controllable yeah. by the user, by the player. They didn't show any levers which you pull for a boss fight, which is great. <laughs> because that shit got tiring. Yeah, but... So, Cory Barlog was saying after that, that, that there will be quick-time events like before, but they won't be as in-your-face as they were. It'll be, it'll be more like Last of Us, Uncharted sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, what what was really cool is that what I thought was the most, most daring of them is to kind of show Kratos as more, of, as more human than before. Yeah, yeah. Did he teach him how to whistle though? <laughs> Did they attack I a giraffe? I think what's going to happen is that... <laughs> <laughs> I think what's going to happen now is they're going to have this 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 kid there in the game and they're going to have him killed off and then he's going to go back to the rage, no, rage my, mode. No, my guess is they're going to kill off Kratos and make the kid the new character. Oh, that could make sense. Yeah, I mean, let's but be like honest. But you need to fast forward and you should get a beard because... But yeah, it, look, it looked interesting. To me, the combat was really cool because for one, uh, it was... The the it axe was slower. Yeah, the axe. Yeah, the axe was really cool. But even more interesting was that after using the axe, he was using his bare hands to pummel the crap out of a troll, which yeah. I found very interesting. Simply because in the earlier games, you always had either you had gauntlets or something to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I also you could, he, he kind of like drew the the axe back into his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from a distance. Which yeah. Is, so, which is a new power. So it's it's very interesting and and then on top of but then what I found very odd and they said it's not going to be open world even though it looked open yeah, world yeah. they said it's not going to be, be very open more than early again but it won't be open so world. like uncharted four probably yeah probably okay much. but on top of that what is, it was what I find though a little jarring was you have this cool north setting setting uh, you you have everyone who looks like they fit there like the kids attire and all looks like fit there yeah. on top of that you have this Spartan showing up. 
<laughs> I mean, ideally, ideally, you should have him looking like the Dragonborn from Skyrim, man. Yeah. Come on, this makes no sense. Maybe that guy was actually going to be there, but then he took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Maybe there's a there's a time distortion, uh, temporal, uh, there's a distortion in the time loop continuum, or maybe there was nano machines. But then whatever it is, you better explain this shit, dude. Yeah. I find it very weird that you just have a Spartan out of nowhere, like just there. And then telling a kid, boy, there's not much logic to most of it anyway, so. Why not? But yeah, the, the only downside is like, it doesn't even have a release year yet. Yeah. So, yeah. and when Sony gives a year, you know, it's getting delayed, but if there's no year, like, is <laughs> it even going to come out? And yeah. here's the thing, right? My guess, it's going to it's gonna be a PS4 Neo launch site. Probably. Probably. Sure, but Neo could even come this year, right? They were saying October, they wanted it out. No, uh, so Andrew the House... The GameSpot release said that... The leaks said that... It no, so that's the thing that the leaks also said it'll be at E3, but they didn't show it at E3. What I think is going to happen about the Neo, which honestly is a little too late, but I think they're going to try and change the internals to make it more powerful than the Xbox, the next one. Because like... But it should be at Gamescom, I think. Uh, I, I don't know, no, like so I think they're going to keep quiet about it. If they mentioned it before E3, then that's the thing, it'll be at Gamescom. Okay. No, but my point is, uh, see, uh, they said it very clearly, it's not going to be at E3. Uh, they said it's going to be targeting different audiences. They said it's going to be on a higher, uh, possibly higher price. Uh, but my point is, if you haven't shown off, shown it off at E3, there's a good chance it's not coming this year. Mm. And uh, let's be honest, because you like you, you show off what's coming in winter this now. Sure. And if you already have PSVR, which is going to launch for fifty, you dollars. need people to spend money on that first, and then maybe they'll realize it's not yeah. as good as it should be, and then they say here it's better on the new yeah. hardware. And according to most developers, uh, PSVR will work with forward compatible. It'll also work with the Neo. Sure. So, uh, to me, it seems very unlikely that this is going to come out. This True. Year. Yeah. So because you're, you can't expect people to spend 400 on VR and 500 on a new console at the same time. Yep. There are very few people who do that. So, first get people to buy VR with the games. And they already have like a shitload of launch titles. Either yeah. of you buying VR, PSVR. Already yeah. pre-ordered. Already Probably pre-ordered. Just not sure where I'm getting it. Pre-ordered from three places. I'll take one of them. Okay. So yeah, so that's it's definitely getting ordered like res infinite. Where you ordered from? Every Amazon which delivered to India. <laughs> <laughs> Prime so, yeah. discount. Yeah. Nice. So so, so basically yeah. yeah, that's the VR thing. Then after God of War, they showed Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, we they showed did. like an extended gameplay thing of it, which looks really nice. Like it, it has a lot of Far Cry Primal elements to it also, which I like. Yeah. And it basically feels like Far Cry Primal meets Monster Hunter in the future, which is me sold already. And it has a release date in Feb, like, I just hope it does not get delayed, but it's Sony, so... But I feel like the voice acting and the dialogue seemed a bit, little, a little too uh, campy. Okay. To so, basically, yeah. what I think is going to happen is if they are actually targeting, like, the people who like Monster Hunter, you'll have these massive open-world boss fights and these random enemies, and you'll have some shitty dialogue on the side, sure. which is just there for filler. Sure. This is maybe that. Sure. But what's, re- what's really odd is, is the extent of, the, of how campy it gets, because... Oh my god. There's, there's no a, sarcastic option though. Sadly. So <laughs> there's like, oh my god, there's an enemy, there's something that's corrupting the wilderness. What's that something called? Description of the enemy? It's called a corruptor. <laughs> How lazy can you freaking be, man? <laughs> Little lazier than Master Effect 3's ending for the love of God. So yeah, it, it is quite yeah, lazy. Maybe you're already saying, you're right, that maybe they're focusing so much on, on, yeah, on the gameplay. That because the gameplay looks good, enemy design looks fantastic, everything looks good. So The yeah. world looks good, like yeah. the, the blending the prehistoric with machines kind of is a good idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that was there. Then they even showed off... Uh, That's Feb? Feb? Yeah. Feb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, Eco... Uh, sorry... 
this was more like more gripping and moving than shadow of the colossus and ico and all yeah so like let's see what happens but honestly i think it's a missed opportunity to have ico and shadow of the colossus Pretty on ps4 yeah. yeah so i mean like what the hell is blue point working on shadow that? yeah yeah they working on crash on uh, crash bandicoot apparently <laughs> <laughs> i guess because because they're not the remaster yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's the thing here's the thing all that is announced about the remaster all that sean leiden said was they're in talks with activision to bring the remaster. No no no, they said the remaster is coming in 2017. It's coming and yeah, it's coming for Activision but they yeah, somehow it'll be Blue Point on Lewis is going to do it. Now. How do you like Blue Point doing a PS1 game on PS4? <laughs> that's going to be like the real test for no, them. No, so dude. yeah, it'll be a complete remake, remake the ground up piece ground on the ground. Up. It should honestly be done by Insomnia. No, it's a naughty dog game. Yeah. I know. Why would Insomniac touch it? Because Ratchet and Clank, but Insomniac have class. It's Ratchet and Clank is a step above all this. Feral nonsense called Crash Bandicoot. I don't know, like I don't think Naughty Dog is going to be doing it. So yeah, Naughty Dog's not going to unless they like show off Cra- Crash telling no, people about it. No, they will not do it. Oh, <laughs> you know Crash, we really are the last of us. Well, when they announced Uncharted, the first one, and they were asked, "Why aren't you making a new Crash?" They're like, "We we are done with cartoony games." Yeah, yeah because we want, we want yeah, like they changed their logo. Also, the logo yeah. used to actually be good. No? Even Jack and Daxter, they're like, "We don't want to do that." Yeah, probably. Yeah. But the thing about Crash is, uh, it was rumored that. And it was also leaked on the Skylanders website that Crash would return in Skylanders, and that was going to be the biggest slap in the face of everyone who's been asking for a yeah. new Crash and all. And he came and said, "Yeah, no Crash T-shirt now, and all that is coming in Skylanders." And also, that's the thing which no one expected. Yeah, yeah. That Crash One, Two, and Three coming to PS4. Yeah. So, so yeah, basically they have a lot. I guess paying for Call of Duty again and again gives you some <laughs> advantages. Speaking of. Call of Duty. Yeah, like Infinite Warfare actually looks good. I actually good enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, it looked good. It looked good. It looks sure. so good, yeah. and I, I like the whole aspect of grappling across in deep space. Though I still don't understand how bullets would work in deep space. You know, because no gravity. It's not regular bullets. I'm guessing. Yeah, space bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's, it seemed quite interesting. I, I like what they did. What they're doing with it. Um, it didn't look as boring as anything we had seen from Infinite Warfare before. Yeah. And the, and also like if you're buying of course you're buying Call of Duty on PS4 but you get access to Modern Warfare campaign 30 days earlier. Yeah. yeah. On PS4. Which, yeah. Is, which which could be a big deal but oh my god spoiler it's a good game. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's like what by this time it probably be a 9 year old game but yeah still worth it still, still, still has a chops. Um then they introduced Kojima yeah. Yeah, Andrew House came and said we take great pride in partnering with third party developers and then they started playing the Mad Max Fury Road soundtrack and Kojima came and said I am back and everyone expected Eric Bischoff only Amber gets this joke. <laughs> but yeah, so he showed off his new game Death Stranding which has Which is another one of Sony's these hype hyping 
And I, I honestly don't think that's coming out in the next five years. Yeah. They don't even have an engine yet for the game. Yeah, because like when he was interviewed before by Jeff Keighley, he said, we don't have an engine, we're experimenting now. Yeah. But somehow they had footage of like him showing crabs and I felt like going to Mahesh Lancho. <laughs> but yeah, they showed he showed that and they showed a baby and then there were fingerprints and footprints and shit around him. Yeah, so it's really weird because what, Kojima, produ- uh, Kojima Studio started in December. Uh, he's been touring the world looking for tech. Uh, and meeting everyone like yeah. Naughty Dog apparently they've got, they've, they, they now have two to choose from two two engines that they're, that they're choosing between yeah, but well, either way it's not even like in pre-production now they're going to start work on it so yeah. it's going to be yeah, at least yeah. minimum three years before we, start, before we actually have a release exactly and yeah. the technical director on this apparently is Mike Cerny yeah I which is that. going yeah. to be very interesting yeah. who knows it might work on the NAC engine <laughs> but yeah this is being made by uh, it has Shinkawa and Kojima working <laughs> yeah, together yeah, so yeah. That's going to be good. Need and that proper box. And, and, the, and more. And for those of you who can. Common readers in uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything and, in Shinkawa. Do fucking draw FIFA. I'll buy that shit. And <laughs> even more interesting for those of you who can. The producer on on Phantom Pain for PC is also working at Kojima Productions. So it's going to be. Okay. Weird. See, it's going to be great. At least the PC port is in good hands. No, that shit's coming so, later though. That's It's not simultaneous on both. That's for sure. Yeah. So. So. That'll be, be on Xbox as well eventually. Right? No, 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 no. PC, PS. No. Okay. PC later, first PS4, yeah. never on Xbox. Like, but don't insult Kojima, he's back, dude. <laughs> so, what's interesting though is that, uh, if you if you guys noticed, uh, he has a pen- Kojima has a penchant for uh, choosing specific, uh, a specific creative direction to suit the tech. So, with uh, MGS4, he purposely went to the old snake just to show off how wrinkles and older facial animations work. Mm. Here, this time around, if you noticed, there's that one annoying close-up of Norman Reedus crying. Which also showed off facial tech and how good it looked. I don't know if he's going to go for the best looking facial tech than Uncharted 4. They'd probably use that. Then. Even, even Detroit because they, they were decent looking. Uh, yeah, Detroit looked a little weird. The demo they showed which was another side of the game yeah. or something. Yeah. But the facial animation in Detroit didn't look as good as it did when they revealed it. Because that trailer which they showed I was like holy shit I need this game. Yes. Now I'm like uh, maybe I should play the other games. Wait, so, I think, I, I, well, no, I welcome think to the world of David Cage. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> I think it's because they were androids and I think they were specifically made to look exactly. animate, animate that way. But that, that little girl who was the... the yeah. Was yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good point. But what's interesting though is that uh, why the hell are there SWAT teams, man? In every David Cage game, there are SWAT teams. For what joy? I don't know. Maybe SWAT cats are going to make a return at some point. I mean, heavy Which rain. is also owned by Activision, I think. Beyond Saturday. Two Souls, they needed it. It was there. So heavy rain to an extent didn't need it. What's the point? I, I don't know. But then, to be honest, Detroit seems like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of... Yeah, game. it looks like L.A. Noir also to some extent. I think it's, it's like heavy yeah. rain, but like way more options and way yeah. more choice. But, but again, David Cage to kind of... And then, and game. also, one of the interesting things about Sony's conference is there was very little actual talking. They just kept showing trailer yeah. after trailer yeah. after trailer. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, they showed... Uh, the Spider-Man project which got leaked got finally showed off and it looks yeah. glorious. Yeah. Insomniac yeah. making a PS4 Spider-Man exclusive It looks game. really good. It yeah, looks better than any really movie good. they've shown but yeah. it's just in development for PS4. So, go on. Yeah, it's, it's like called a working, it's a working title. Yeah. They said we'll show more of it off at PS Experience. And Marvel said this Spider-Man game which is a PS4 exclusive is going to be the first of all their epic games which are coming out yeah. now. Oh, epic games. And it's yeah. a new story. Sure. It's an original story which is not going to be tied into yeah, any comic book or... I, yeah, it seems nice and all but it just seems like a knee-jerk reaction to the Arkham series to be honest with you. But why not if it's going to be in, uh, with a good studio? Yeah, it's not going to be an origin. It's going to be a and, good game. And, and gameplay-wise, even if you're not into Spider-Man, like gameplay-wise, so much you can do with a Spider-Man game. I just hope they crazy. fix one thing and one thing alone. 
If you've played any of the older Spider-Man games, every time he uses his web, web to sling across, it's suspended. In <laughs> fix that. Now they have cranes and all in the, in the trailer, so they have cranes and stuff. All I'm saying is just fix that. They need to make a Spider-Man game, I need to make a new Hulk game. I'll, and I'm surprised, what is Sucker Punch working on? Because I, I thought Sucker Punch would be handling this. Yeah, that's what the rumor was. So, yeah. Because Infamous 3. Infamous 3, so. Yeah. Third son. <laughs> <laughs> Second son was, oh, well played. So, yeah, that. So, so they showed that and uh, there was some... Ah, then they wasted time showing Days Go... No, Days Gone. Not Days Go By. Days Gone. Not the song by Dirty Vegas. This is a game. I keep confusing them. <laughs> Days Gone. Basically, which was like some random... Dead Rising. It looks like Walking Dead with a budget with too many zombies and some boring like Walking shit. Dead meets Sons of Anarchy. Because there was way too much Sons of Anarchy influence on that. Okay. Yeah. You guys either, either if you watched Sons of no, Anarchy. I don't. Okay, the main character is like modeled after the Sons of Anarchy main character. Okay. With the, with the backwards cap and the loose okay. jeans, the biker jacket. Exactly the same. So, so hipster rapper. Hipster oh, rocker. Snapper. <laughs> like rap rock. You know the rap rock from so the 90s. So GTA San Andreas. <laughs> no, the point is, it's... Yeah, I mean... What's it, what, it's from Sony Ben, the same guys who are responsible for a few SOCOM yeah. games and Uncharted Gold and Abyss. Um, and it looked, I the, mean... The thing is, the, the trailer looked really mediocre, but the, yeah. but, but the demo looked kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'd agree. And they ended on that demo. Yeah. yeah. They ended on that demo, and to be honest, it could have... I, I don't know, I, I like the sense of scale, the fact that you have so many zombies on screen. But I don't know, when you, when you consider that, and you consider the fact that it has a very serious tone. Yeah. I don't know how that's actually going to pan out and how it's going to work. But the world seems super interesting. Yeah, so what they were saying is that they are focusing on keeping it serious. And huh. they've been working on it for the last three years. So the game is already it's actually quite close to completion from what they Maybe they're also released here at Gamescom or TGS. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. But they're saying that, you know, what they're trying to do is actually make a sandbox where yeah. it all changes based on weather, based on time. And so basically, and night, State Witcher, of... Witcher, Witcher, Witcher as an action game. State of Decay Rising. Something like that. Dead sure. state of decay, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if there are opportunities for emergent gameplay, it should actually be a lot of fun. Yeah. And it actually then might be a different take from Sony's usual first-party exclusives, which are known to be narrative-heavy, yeah. which are known to be set-piece-heavy, yeah. which, which are known to have, you know, uh, you going through a more linear path. Yeah. So, yeah, also, I one mean, thing that he's mentioned is that the, the, the bike that they showed, that's yeah. his bike. It's, it's like a Mad Max situation where the bike is, is a, kind of his okay. only vehicle in the game and he upgrades it and basically it's like his sidekick. Interesting. So that's also something that they focused on. So, interesting, yeah. interesting. But yeah, so then they ended with that. And, and they showed off a lot more VR stuff which is coming and also we have some launch titles now. Yeah. Like Harmonix's Music VR is a launch title. Harada Summer Lesson which is the reason all three of us are buying a <laughs> PSVR device is also a launch title. Now, Arkham now, VR. I'm yeah. buying it for Arkham VR and sure. yeah. Mission. And yeah, Battlefront exclusive VR mission and Arkham. Like, yeah. Uh, PC gamers listening, get this into your heads. Rocksteady <laughs> is working on a PS VR exclusive VR yeah. section in Arkham instead of your port. How no, does so it it's feel? a new game. It's a completely different. But yeah, it's Rocksteady working on yeah. it, not Iron Galaxy or something. But what's going to be interesting is, and and this is uh, this is something which we which uh, which which I've discussed heavily with a few others. Um, you're going to have a Batman Arkham VR game. That's yeah. great. You're going to be as Batman. It's possibly going to be first person, like everything in VR. Yeah. Doesn't. Now, the back and forth is that, to me, it's cool. It, okay. it could end up being like uh, Metroid Prime, where you have a no, really no, what good... No, no, the game digitally. is, basically, it's a murder mystery. Oh! It's no action, it's purely, it's purely exploration and, and, like, solving the murders. So, basically, detective mode, all the things. Exactly. Nice! So, you can explore the Batcave, you can explore Wayne Manor and all of that. Nice. And you can kind of change from from Bruce Wayne to Batman and all of that. So, oh, basically, nice. it's just exploration and murder mystery, solving a murder. Okay, I am hyped. 
So yeah, and PSVR has a release date worldwide except India, which is October no, 13th. Uh, October 13th is US only. No, 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 announced for Europe and Japan. Oh, great. Confirmed. October, same day. Yeah, yeah, October great. 13th. So yeah, don't expect it in India because BIS. So yeah. Yeah, that is what we have been told. Okay, so, also, you can, then it'll be in Dubai also, right? It'll come yeah. from Grey. Yeah, yeah Grey. So contact your friendly neighborhood Grey market operator for that. So yeah, that I was think, basically E3. Yeah, that should be E3 yeah. in a nutshell. So Sam, best moments, favorite games? Best moments, it's tough actually, I haven't thought about it. Uh, Forza Horizon 3, definitely one of the highlights. Uh, yeah. What else? That's it actually. And God of War coming back, I, wa- I really want to see what they do with the franchise. Because it was getting a little too tedious and yeah. it, was, it was getting old really fast with yeah. the God of War game. So I think that this is actually very bold and it's quite exciting. And Gears of War basically shows what God of War was going through. Because Gears of War looks the same as it's always looked and it True. didn't look fun at all. This but dude, they showed off how the rain looks on the armor in 4K. <laughs> Isn't that all Gears of War is? With HDR. Yeah, with HDR. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, God of War was, was one. Forza Horizon 3 was definitely the other for me. Highlights. What about you, Rishi? Well, uh, Dishonored 2 like still... Oh, fuck that. That, okay. that game, that. man. Just that game. Cannot wait. Uh, then again, background, I'm a massive Deus Ex fan. Of, the, of all the games in the franchise, except for that shitty mobile game called The Fall, which also came with PC, which was really bad. Was it making a go? Uh, yeah, DSX Go that cannot is going to be wait. Good. That is going to be good. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, like how last year Lara Croft Go turned out to be the best Tomb Raider game. Yeah, Rise of Tomb Raider yeah. sucks. Hopefully this year it's not the case where oh, DSX Go is the best <laughs> yeah. DSX game. So, Please yeah. be good mankind divided. So basically because Harvey Smith was uh, the designer on the original DSX and for some reason Area 51. I do not know why. Black side Area 51. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm hoping this is more DSX than Area 51. Uh, definitely Dishonored too. Uh, uh, possibly for honor because I liked what I saw on the single player campaign. Okay. The coolest thing about that was every blow, every hit had that really nice sound effect and sound design. Yeah, like, like a mix of metal and flesh. Yes. That, so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked sounded really cool. I was getting a mad gladiator vibe from it and rise vibe. So yeah, that. Um, and then uh, Forza Horizon Three definitely simply for the sole reason I can add my friends. We, I, and if they if they don't help me progress, I can fire them. So it, it's got True. that cool meta game aspect to it. Uh, South Park Stick of Truth. I uh, sorry, uh, the fractured butthole. Simply because South Park and uh, irreverent humor, f bombs, and it's it, it's it's like a mature version of Paper Mario. So until Nintendo decide that we're worthy of a Paper Mario anytime soon, it's releasing in October. The new Paper Mario game. Shocking. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. So okay, <laughs> I take that back then. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, still, it's it's like an adult version of Paper Mario, man. So, looking forward to that. Uh, then, I think there was, yeah, Titanfall 2. I mean, yeah, I know, sure, it might not look that great. But single-player Titanfall next, can't go wrong. So, yeah, I mean, a lot to look forward to. To me, the, the standout moment has definitely had to be, um, and I hate myself for saying this, yeah, God of War. Simply because uh, it looked different, they're taking it in a different direction. Yes, we're not going to see it anytime soon. And that's what's pissing off because if you compare Sony's conference to everyone else's, which had concrete yeah. release dates or at least a release window, even Mass Effect has a release window, man. I mean, give us something to work with Sony. And but this is Sony every year. I think they they just, they just they basically focus on hyping things up so you'll go buy the hardware and then the True. games don't come for two, three years. Yeah. Uh, then again... They didn't show also the kind of games that they're going to have this year. Because this year they're focusing more on VR. and then They announced all that before the conference. Yeah, yeah. so all that. Like Horizon, been, which had a release date, was already announced before. Even yeah. GT Sport announced Yeah, GT Sport, G- 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 Sport announced Sport before. And, and they are, so they have a decent lineup this year. Because 
because obviously the focus and is like PSVR. the main thing which they did show at their fucking conference Gravity Rush 2 has a release it's releasing this year really yes, yes. when end of this year they said oh October nice. as far as I know it's releasing like this for, year for like sure. Japan only or no no everywhere and nice. it's releasing physically everywhere except India obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah we are not worthy of Gravity Rush yeah but yeah like they didn't even mention that shit yeah. they just posted a trailer which coming in 2016 posers yeah how about you? Uh, for me, two highlights. One is finally got to see extended Persona 5 gameplay at the Atlas show. Which no one cares about. Next. And Forza Horizon 3. Oh, yeah. Definitely getting maybe Ultimate Edition with all the season passes and everything. <laughs> because Horizon 2 yeah. was that good. Yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, don't really care about any of the other yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. So, what are you playing? Overwatch. Only Overwatch. <laughs> like... While trying to stay up for the next E3 conferences, I've only been playing Overwatch like four hours in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. and shit like that. Just literally Overwatch. Put in, I think I've had the game one week after release and I've already put in like 40 hours into it somehow. So like since 2nd of June till now, I've put in 40 hours into the game. Just playing that. What about you, Sam? Project Cars? (laughs) Which are three? Finished Mirror's Edge and I'm about, I guess, three-fourths of the way through Uncharted 4. Okay. Those two. How did you find Mirror's Edge? <laughs> Do tell us. Pretty tell. So it's it's a little strange because on one hand I'm really happy that they didn't that they didn't mess with the with the gameplay because a lot of people were were demanding easier gameplay, yeah. third person, all that. So I, I'm happy that it, that they stuck with their guns as far as gameplay goes. Uh, what I don't like is they've tacked on things that I think are they probably for marketing purposes. One is open world, which is not really an open world because all you have is rooftops. Yeah. And the other thing is that the, the, the whole RPG system that kind of locks a lot of the movement mechanics behind it. Mm. Uh, both are not required. The story is horrible, like like every other dice game. Like, like even earlier, it was a horrible story, but it was in the background. You didn't care yeah. about it. Now yeah. it's, it's shoving cuts in that to every five minutes and uh, not necessary at all. But what's really cool is that once you once you get into the time trials, once you get into the the user-created dashes and all that, that, that that's the fun part. But... People who are, who want the action adventure story story narrative and all that are not gonna like this game at all. People who like the earlier game will love this game because the best parts of that that game are still here. But uh, yeah, so it's not a it's not a good game overall, but it's still Mirror's Edge that the fans like all those years ago, which kind of sucks because this was, like this was their chance to kind of expand to a broader audience. They ended up to die, dude. Like with no marketing and like random. No marketing. Even if they marketed it, people still wouldn't like it because they didn't do a good job of kind of making it accessible. Which that was the whole idea of kind of making a sequel after yeah. all these years. So they kind of really missed that opportunity. Interesting. Also, one thing I really didn't like is that this is one of the, one of the, one of the few games that they actually didn't benefit from being on one frostbite. Oh. So, like last, the earlier game was, uh, so basically it was an Unreal and a modified version of that where you had a lot of these sharp visuals but also this really soft glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's all very hazy and fuzzy and this doesn't give that kind of, oh. that you know, sharp, you know, pristine, mm-hmm. sterile environment that you kind of want from Mirror's Edge. True. This seemed a little, yes it was white and the colors were kind of the same but it was a little fuzzy that that, that didn't really stand out. Maybe, maybe PS4 version wasn't, wasn't the best of. Or maybe it's better on no, PC. But, yeah, which is odd because again, mean, Xbox suffered from the same problem. Yeah. So, very odd. Uh, wow. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually still playing it even though I'm not with the story because I enjoy the running bit of it. Uh, in some places, it's, it's been been made a bit easier than the earlier game. But mm-hmm. uh, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to play, at least the running part of it. Interesting. And also what I didn't like is that, is that unlike the first game, they forced combat on you in some parts. So yeah, yeah. Which was not something I, I didn't enjoy. Oh, well. Well, for those of yeah. you, for those of you uh, who are new to the podcast, Sam is an obsessive fan of Mirror's Edge, which is why it's interesting to see what he thinks of the game. But, yeah, but it's, yeah, he's I mean, like it's, crying it's into his fake body pillow as we speak. <laughs> yeah, 
Like enough yeah. tears to fuel the monsoon. Not a great game, but I, I think I still keep coming back to it every few weeks or so. What about you? Ah, uh, good question. Ah, uh, a lot of Overwatch, man. <laughs> that is like it's and it's reached the point on PS4. PS4. I'm playing on PS4. He has it now on all three platforms. Yeah, but maybe, <laughs> I have a problem. But the doesn't game, that, doesn't impede your progress? I no, it care. doesn't. It's just like different platforms linked to the same Battle.net account. Oh, so you can't transfer anything though. Yeah. So so so, so guys, forward from one. No, 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 no. Oh, so basically, basically, you're doing three different progressions, right? Yeah, okay. he is. So like level, I think I'm like level 15 on Xbox, level 20 on PS4. Yet to play on PC. So like 41 on PS4, uh, right? It's really, really cool. Uh, it's reached a point where I've been playing characters I don't usually play. Mm. I've been messing around with sniper-based characters, which are usually a bitch in every other game, but a lot of fun here. So I've been doing that. I've been playing around with uh, certain other characters like Junkrat, which is basically grenade, grenade spam and uh, explosives. So it's it's quite interesting. I'm actually I like the fact that uh, after a point when you get bored of your usual characters like Diva, who has a mech. Or uh, Bastion, who is a robot that can transform into a turret, or or Torborn, who's basically an engineer with, with turrets. When you're bored of all that, there are so there's so much more to fall back on, and uh, yeah, it's it's still a lot of fun. So I, I I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, yeah, it's mainly been Overwatch and uh, probably trace amounts of Persona for. Uh, I'll give Mike a few seconds to laugh. <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, I am yet to finish Persona 4 on the PS Vita, so yeah. Okay. And I need to finish it before Persona 5, so. Yeah. I need to finish Witcher 3 PS4, before Witcher 4. It's not on PS. No, it's not on PS. It's on. It's Witcher on PS. 4 is, Witcher 4 is gonna be like five years from now. I know. No, Witcher 4. You know, they're not doing a Witcher 4. Cyberpunk yeah, or whatever. Game of the Year edition on Witcher 3. Yeah, but like whatever. I've what they call enhanced edition? They call yeah, that's, that's already happened. happened. Like the new UI and stuff. So they're probably sure. going to just see Did if anything breaks in the next one month or two. Did and they get a physical release. Yeah, with both DLC and with and the last Gwen set, which they've not released yet. So, so yeah, basically that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, next episode before E3. <laughs> yeah, before, before Gamescom, you mean? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We, we mean, mean before E3 2017. 2017. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right. yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye.